This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. Wolfpack. And we're just two guys who have no other choice now but to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in order of release. This week, we're very quietly watching movies silently, but so intently, we might even fall asleep. As we started oh, watching, while well, continuing watching Spine 369 of the Criterion Collection, mm-hmm. Paul Robeson, Portraits of the Artist, Part 2, mm-hmm. with Body and Soul from 1925, directed by Oscar Michaud, and Borderline from 1930, directed by Kenneth McPherson. But first, RJ, mm-hmm. why? Oh, well, I, I did the wolf pack because um, we were talking about that last week. Remember? We did, yeah, a whole week ago. Do you remember when we were talking about wolf pack? I remember we were talking about it before it was on the air. So it's... Yeah, people kind of, last week was, we were a little rough and rusty because we hadn't been doing this for a while. Yeah. But um, before we started a recording, we were listening to the wolf pack intro yeah. uh, and uh, the NWO intro, and we were discussing which one was better. Which one's sickest. Yeah, we uh, we didn't put that on the uh, the ripcord, but uh, maybe we should. Maybe we should. I I'm a wolf pack man well, myself. I think yeah, you gotta you gotta do it up right, you know. As a poll, mm-hmm. wolf pack end or NWO? Yeah, I think nothing will ever top that uh, pancakes and waffles poll that we had that one time. Yeah, nothing will. Like, I mean, it was a tremendous turnout. A lot of people are for pancakes and or waffles. They are. Yeah, so that was cool. Uh, but what did you, what did you mean about uh, why why are we here? Why? Yes, you know, it's been on my mind a lot the last forty eight hours. Why, why? Um, because you know, I I think the Buddhists kind of had it right. You, you you know their kind of prime directive, right? That all life is suf- suffering. Prime directive. Yeah, that was the Buddhist prime directive. I don't know if it's a prime directive uh, on uh, in Roddenberry's universe. Well, I mean, the Buddhists had it figured out. What do you think the first religion to like to have space travel would be? Oh man! And I don't mean just visiting the moon, but I mean like full on space travel. Who do you think is going to figure it out first? What What are you asking? I don't know. Do you think the Buddhists will make it to space? What Je- Jehovah's? Hasn't that, hasn't that already happened? No, but I mean, like, actually traveling through space and time. Who's going to do it? Who's going to be the one? Who says it hasn't already happened? Oh. Oh, I see. You see? You see I that? See. You don't That's see my... it. I don't I'm barely seeing it. I can barely hear it, yeah. if you know what I mean. That's some pocket sand right there. Oh, I do like pocket sand, too. So when not... Uh... Uh, philosophizing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. speculating. What what have you been up to this week, RJ? Uh, not a lot. No? <laughs> no, not really. Have, um, you, have you been stewing in your own juices? Uh, Wallowing in your own filth? I do something in my own juices. That's, a, that's 100% accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have I been doing? I don't know. I didn't really get into much. Uh, Andy was sick for the last couple of days, so I was just trying to help her out, but you know, also staying away. You know that old chestnut where you go, here, let me help, but don't get too close. Do you like the little crucifix with your fingers? Yeah, just don't don't get too close. So uh, I've been doing that. I've been yeah. uh, making a lot of uh, my own meals, you know, which 
I mean, she doesn't cook for me all the time, but she enjoys cooking, so she usually just makes the meal. So mm-hmm. had a lot of ham sandwiches this week, Jared. A lot of ham. A lot of ham sandwiches, especially. I, I mean, I don't mind a, a ham sa- like sandwich for lunch. I don't eat too many hot meals. I run a little too hot at work, and there's always the uh, there's always the possibility that you eat a lunch that's a little too heavy, and maybe uh, maybe you got a little emergency on your hands. You, you know got, what I mean? You got a schlitz. Well. Schlitz, Schlitz light, maybe. No. When's the last time you had an emergency at work? <sighs> hmm. And I mean, like, by emergency, I mean, once once you're done and you're, like, in a clear state of mind, you went, that was close. Okay. You go, that was close. Now, the, the, now this isn't about this isn't about me, but I did okay. get, I get, I did get to experience that. Uh, you know, you go to a washroom. And you yeah. open the door, and you know, yeah. you get, get that sensation. Your spidey senses tingle, and you go, "There's someone in here," mm-hmm. and, and you feel like the humidity increase in the room. Like you mm-hmm. just, and you're like, "Oh, there's some serious work happening here." You go, and, and something then, and then the the pungency hits you. The what? The pungency. Oh, okay. The, Interesting. The unmistakable smell of. Well, shitty Bill. Oh, that's where he's been, hey? Well, or his spirit. I don't know. Mm. I think there's like some astral projection uh, potentially involved in all of this. But uh, that all being said, uh, yeah, there's some things where you're like, man, that person's not having a great time. Or they're completely yeah. indifferent, having a, having a blast. And they're just, they're on their phone. They're just, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, finishing the wordle and, uh, mm. and uh, just evacuating evacuating what their ass oh interesting themselves they're evacuating themselves okay okay do you think um do you think some people like like strive for that at work they they save it up yeah yeah i know a lot of people like are trying to get back at the man like that but i don't know dude i feel like public washrooms you should be in and out as quick as possible you know what i mean (sighs) I mean, I know you I know what do, I do, do, do you think there's people who uh, enjoy it? They're like, I mean, there is obviously they, there, yes. there, there's there's something for everybody. Um, yeah, in this world, but I mean, and so some people are like, they're uh, they're bathroom people. Maybe people who work in an, like an office where there's like six other people and like you know it's like oh. relatively safe, but you work in a building where there's like nine thousand people, and man, I bet a lot of them have diarrhea. You know what I mean? You never know when it's going to strike. Well, could be now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so I got that going well, for me, which is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but you've got that going for you, pal. I, so I got that going for me. You, you, you've been watching ham. the world. Yeah, I, I, have, I have been eating a lot of ham. Yeah. So what, what, you've been watching that World Cup, Jarrett? <laughs> no. I had some work associates bring it up they said you uh watch the world cup i said no and they said yeah i like how a lot of people are fans of soccer now and they're uh they know everything i went no they don't <laughs> I said give it a week and they won't care anymore or they can be like me and just not care at all not not even a little bit yeah i i, I have seen lots of those qatar things and things that are happening there but you know mm-hmm. people make a stink about it and then guess what in a week nobody will remember that's right It'll be gone, and people will move on with their lives. Maybe they'll go see Black Adam. It'll be a whole. It'll be a great thing. You know what I mean? And, or maybe they won't. 
Maybe they won't. Maybe The Rock will start publicly shaming news outlets for simply reporting the news. Are we calling IGN a news outlet now? Uh, I mean, I think IGN's a more reliable news outlet than uh, other sources. Whoa. Whoa. In in terms of entertainment news. Ah. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I know you're a big fan. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say big fan, but uh, okay, I, I, large I fan. I um, maybe a, a thick, fa- thick fan. <laughs> I see. Yeah, but uh, yeah, what else? What else is uh, IGN uh, doing other than uh, talking about how uh, Black Panther Two has outperformed Black Adam? Uh, let's see. Let's go to IGN's page here. Beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, mm-hmm. boop. Uh, they just uh, rated the Pokemon game six out of ten. Shit. So that's good. That game's got. Uh, there's been some wild things. Well, I've heard. I've heard it's been game. rushed. Yeah, it's been, which I find so bizarre because that game, like, it's using the same engine as the last game that came out like a year or two ago. It's it is definitely rushed, but like, there seems to be like big time flaws or like problems with the the physics, the mechanics, the mechanics. Oh man, uh, here's an IGN exclusive: Simu Lee, who is Shang Chi. Uh, fires back at Scorsese and Tarantino's superhero movie comments. Mm-hmm. Let's see what he had to say here. If if the only gatekeepers to movie stardom came from Tarantino and Scorsese, I would never have had the opportunity to lead a $400 million-plus movie. I am in awe of their filmmaking genius. They are transcendent auteurs, but they don't get to point their nose at me or anyone. Damn. He, he fired back. Damn. He really went off. Uh, here's another IGN. <laughs> Bruce Almighty creators reveal unmade sequel, Brucifer, with Jim Carrey as Satan. That would have been cool. Well, it, it would have given you uh, more impressions. Oh, you know about impressions, Jared? Mm-hmm. Do you? Do you know about impressions? I wish I didn't. Yeah. Are you a big Bruce Almighty guy? No. No? No. Why not? That was long after the the Jim Carrey boat had sailed. What about Evan Almighty, the this oh. spiritual sequel about Noah of Ar- Noah's Ark? Oh. Oh. What about the Noah movie mm. with Russell Crowe? How about that? And that lady in the meme right now, we're just like disgust and then interest. Oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> so I got that going. Noah. Hardly, hardly newer. Is that what you meant to say? No. 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 Well, what's the issue? I don't know. Oh. Oh. Let's oh dear. See. Oh dear. Um. Yeah, this might be a short episode, folks. Not gonna. <laughs> not gonna lie. Hey, all I know is when our episodes were shorter, our numbers were. I think someone oh. said we were the number five podcast in the world. Well, at some point. we're in the top five percentile which i i just say man think about how bad 95 percent are or it's like they're misfiled as podcasts uh or there's like mm-hmm. w- some guys like yeah dude we, we're launching this gym we gotta have a podcast you know we can talk about like you know regiments <laughs> and then they do like mm. one episode and then they go out like they get two plays and they just quit and then they give up yeah yeah because guess what it ain't for everybody i mean i think uh put in the same situation as us i think a lot of people would have given up five years ago probably after like 10 episodes maybe so what's the movie that would have broke them uh for us 
Uh, I don't know. I, I'd have to go see what the early days are again. Those early day ones. But here, I, I got a list here. Okay. I would say the first one that would pro- sit in Nancy. Ooh. People would have just stopped. No, I, I mean, I would have stopped. But I bet um by the Morrissey's and the Oliver Twists, the lean touch mm-hmm. in the Nook of the North, that run, I think. From twenty-five to thirty, I think that would uh, that would really end some people. Yeah, and they would just stop caring. They'd be like, "Oh, these movies aren't good." And then they would... <laughs> well, here we are. And they go, "I guess we don't we don't need to we're, do a podcast." We're in the three seventies now. Who you and me? Yeah. Oh, is that good? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anymore. <sighs> Jared, well, what did you do this week? How, how many taco times did you have? Uh, zero. What? Zero. Why didn't you go to Taco Time this week? You know what, RJ? Mm-hmm. You know what Taco Time started doing? What? Uh, they now allocate you hot sauce per item. Per item? You know what they give you for a a regular burrito? One hot sauce. One hot sauce. What about if you have tots on the side as well? One. So now you get two. And if you want more than that, you gotta pay. You have to pay for sauce? You gotta pay for excess sauce. Now, I don't have no issue with that, really, in the principle. It's like, oh, it's like 20 cents. Sure. Thing. I'll just pay it. Like, I don't give a fuck. But mm-hmm. they've also been jacking up their prices left and right mm-hmm. for the last couple of years. Quite Inflation. a bit. Well, uh, convenient. Uh, I, I think that's called... <laughs> filling their fucking pockets because i don't think anything costs more than that i mean yeah sure their food does cost more but i don't know it's like going from nine dollars to twelve dollars it's like that's a it's a bit of a jump yeah i mean what's the most you would pay for hot sauce if you could have like five hot sauces what what's your dollar amount i don't know it was free rj it was so free. And so not, I don't want to pay at all, really. Okay. But the thing is, so it's like they've been already adding these, like, because I believe one of the excuses in their little printed sign was uh, due to the increase of cost of spices and supply chain issues. Um, which is like uh, real scam stuff at this point. The supply chain issues thing. Yeah, that's a. Yeah. It seems like everyone's back to work. Well, we we all can we all worked, RJ. Yeah, everyone worked always, no, right? No, no one. Yeah, I don't know. Some people, I guess, stopped working uh, because the place they worked got like they shut down. Like restaurants were shut down, but uh, the vast majority of the people just kept working. It just it, it changed form. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I I worked <laughs> for, for yeah. two and a half years. So, and someone actually did mention this uh, back to work thing absentmindedly, and it's like, no. So yeah it's like return to the office yeah <laughs> return to the classroom or something like that yeah uh but even that schools weren't out for that long oh no a couple weeks here a couple weeks there they were they were pretty much running the entire time when yeah. people were at home so yeah other than the initial shutdown so the, the initial but, first two months or yeah. so yeah um i was gonna say yeah i actually i think that's a fox news thing because i overheard <laughs> someone say that the other day where it's like well nobody wants to work anymore it's like there's just there's a labor shortage and it's like i don't know man for some industries maybe but for like actually you know what uh, a week ago or so we were going to order pizza hut we were really going to treat ourselves jared well, it was, and uh, uh man you order from the place you work 
Well, yeah. I mean, like when I'm, it's my day off and they deliver to me, that's kind of a treat. Right. And you, and you even pay full price. Cause you, I would pay full you, price. You, you love the company so much. Well, yeah, I'm there you, for you, them. You love Yum Yum. Uh, yum Yum Hut. Yeah. That's the, uh, the uh, proprietor. But yeah, so I was going to do that. And then uh, I, hey. I got through all the order and it said, no drivers available. And then it went Pizza Hut closing soon. And I went, oh, okay. Yum exclamation mark brands, Inc. Yum brands, Inc. Yeah. Hey, I mean, as, as a big Pizza Hut fan, uh, who are, can you name the, the, the men who brought us Pizza Hut? Who, who founded uh, it? Ron Pizza and uh, Joe Hut. Dan and Frank Carney. Guess, guess, what, uh, guess what city? Oh, Lethbridge, Alberta? <laughs> no. Oh, Wich- the, yeah. Wichita, Kansas. Wichita? Wichita. Wichita? I mean, that's okay, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but what about Wichita? Nah. <laughs> it's classic. Classic. It's classic of me. You ever, uh, you ever just like in awe of the zingers that we uh, we throw out there? <laughs> I'm always week by week. My mouth is always agape. It's uh, what? I, I don't know if it's out of astonishment or like awe, but horror and embarrassment. It can be more than one thing. No, but you yeah, know? we're um, we're a big deal in the the Philippines. This podcast and and in um, Colombia. And uh, we're we're on the map in South Africa. New this week. Can you believe it? Now I don't want to sound like a right wing conservative here, but do you think these people are real, or do you think this is a liberal scam? Uh, well, not. I I don't think you sounded like one at all, RJ. Uh, No, I I think that there's some legitimacy to this, but I think it's more. Because I'm not sure if those are like Apple iTunes numbers. Which just mm-hmm. tells you, well, not a lot of people listen to podcasts, and uh, yeah. that few people who do, because the fact that we're in a top five percent, and then we're like at any number ranking whatsoever, tells you that there's that few podcasts that are still active, mm-hmm. um, or it's like yes, yeah, like one person, this makes all the difference. Do you think it's? Do you think that's where Frank Solano has been? Do you think he's just going country to country, setting up mm-hmm. like? Like sleeper cell, like internet cafes that are just downloading the episodes here and there and here I, and I, there. I wish. If he's not, he should get on it. Yeah. If he's no. out there. If. Our, our, our boy is out there. I mean, I have hope that, not that he comes back, but maybe he will be the first Buddhist in space. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Could be him. Could be him. What a, Anyways, what, a, what an image! Hey, yeah. RJ, you know a lot of our listeners are American, and uh, tomorrow is their Thanksgiving, I believe. Is it? Nope. Oh, Turkey Day, huh? Oh, a gobble turkey gobble. Day. Little Black Friday the next day. Oh, Black Friday! Oh, gobble that, gobble. That, that means where we got some uh, vinegar syndrome sales going on, and you know what? Here I am waiting for that Sam Sanchez email to come on and uh, message about how he, what he's going to buy. But you know what? He doesn't need to email anymore, which is why this we have such a sad uh, number of emails this week. A mere three. Females? Nope. 
Oh, okay. Well, I mean, where did all the people go, Jerry? I'm, casual listeners want to know. They went to a little place called Discord. How how does how how does one get um to the Discord? I, I don't know. Oh, oh I, I do guess know. That's the show. Oh shit. Uh, oh. Right. Uh, yeah. You you give us money. Mm. You go to that Patreon dot coms and uh, look up Criterion Creeps and uh, you sign up one buck. That opens up the gate, and then you're allowed in. Because we're not gatekeepers here. We're, mm-hmm. We run the toll. Yeah. It sounds kind of like um, this thing, pain to talk to people in a group chat thing. It sounds like sounds kind of like a virtual frat house. Oh. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because those guys have to pay to like hang out with each other, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, you're not, it's not pain to <laughs> hang out with them. It's pain to... Um, for shared suffering yes I, I guess i would say yeah i don't know so yeah well the discord is um booming some have said some some, some have claimed have, i some mean have said i've been gathering some more letterbox people lately at least at least one that follows both of us so they must be dear listeners of the show all i can ask is that these discord people Make their names something recognizable. Like, because there were a couple names on there, like Poop Poop and Peep Peep. And it's like, I don't know who Poop Poop and Peep Peep are. You know what I mean? Do you know who Poop Poop and Peep Peep are? I do not. Yeah, see? I don't know. I just, we don't know who these people are, man. Mm hmm. And it's sad. So we. Reveal yourselves. Yeah. Just so we know. Just, just so you know. So, anyways, we got that going for us. We do. So that's good. Well, speaking of Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. uh, we've got our first email from Justin Peterson. Oh yeah. Uh, responding directly to that, gobble gobble creeps. Gob, gobble, gobble creeps. Creeps. Oh okay. Creeps. <laughs> creeps. Yeah, everyone, so he's everyone turkey loves boy. creeps. Mm-hmm. Hey, creepers. What's happening? Very excited to announce that I am now the proud new daddy to a very handsome new kitty we have named Simba. Mm-hmm. I want him to be named Oliver, like that other Disney movie, but I got outvoted. I guess I will not be rewatching Bad Boy Bubby anytime soon. Have Have you seen this cat, RJ? You seen this? Uh, I saw I saw Pick. I saw Pick. It's a yeah. good looking cat. Yeah. I think it looks like an Oliver Ranger, to be honest. Yeah, is uh, how I would have. Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh, I would have sold it why, to the why, family. Why is, why is that cat in a Costco? Yeah, why is that cat in a Costco? Why is that cat making inflammatory remarks on the internet? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, let's see. Jared's sending me a picture here. Yeah, that's a high-quality kitten. Mm-hmm. Right there. High-quality cat. Cat, cat. Yeah, yeah. Definitely an Oliver Granger kind of a cat, I think. Yeah, Australian, to be sure. Goat movie question of the week. Oh yeah. So, what are some of the best pet movies out there? I pet guess movies. Pet movies about pets. I Clifford. guess Be- uh, Beethoven has always been my Beethoven. favorite in this category, or maybe best in show. Uh, I'd say Beethoven is pretty good. Can you sing it? Uh, uh yeah. It's a little Beethoven for you, Jared. 
Just a little Beethoven for you. Uh, I don't know, pet movies, hey? There's not a lot of movies that are, like, Airbud. Does that is that Airbud? Would uh, Inside Llewyn Davis count? I mean, it is kind of, like, a good focus of the movie is about the cat. A man and a cat. Yeah, and, like, a good chunk of the movie is him with the cat or looking for the cat. So I think that kind of counts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you could say that. A man and a cat. A man and a cat? Yeah. I'm looking at a list of pets films. What about uh, Ratatouille? Is Babe a pet? Uh, Yeah, Babe's definitely a pet. Okay, well, there you go. Well, no... Babe's act- well, Babe's a member of the family. It's like a pet. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Babe. Rat- what about Ratatouille, Jarrett? <sighs> Do you know about Ratatouille? I, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I go. <laughs> yeah. What about Stuart Little? Do, does he count as a pet? I've never seen it. Did you you know who wrote that movie? Uh, allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jared, if, if we can't be the most trusted source of entertainment news, then IGN can't do it. It's got to be us. I, exactly. What about you know what I mean? uh, the Air Bud series? Yeah, I think Airbud fits into that. What's your favorite, like, out of the Airbuds, what's the sport that you would most like seeing Airbud go after? <laughs> Dog fighting. Jarrett. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. Starring Michael Vick. Oh. But it's like Airbud's Air going to get revenge. On Vic? Yeah, it'd be like Argento style too, like a hand puppet. I'd be fine with that yeah. if it was. It only, Argento I mean, style. It, it doesn't have to be long. Like five minutes? I don't know. Okay. People who do that shit are real garbage. So, yeah, it, they're almost as bad as people who bring it up as a joke <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say almost. Oh, not, almost. Almost. They're almost comparable. Yeah, almost. So. <laughs> So I guess we got that going for us. Hey, we got to live up to our explicit content uh, moniker. It's all the rumpy, pumpy talk coming out of you and Sam Sanchez. That's 100% what flagged us as a triple X podcast. No, they didn't flag anything. What are you people talking about? I I put that on there just because I'm like, you know what? I want to be able to swear. If we didn't have that on there, would we not be allowed to swear? I have no idea. But maybe they'll be like, oh, someone complained. It's got to be marked this way, sir. I just said, yeah. No rules, yeah. baby. Well, I mean. Rumpy pump all night long, RJ. Rumpy. I mean, yeah. I don't swear at all, so it wouldn't bother me if we if we had a no swearing. Hmm. Yeah, I've never sworn on this podcast. You don't cuss? Uh, cussing's illegal, man. Is it? In his, in <laughs> his in, world? In Pizza Hut. In his world? With the man looking out for us, Jarrett, mm. you gonna cuss? That guy right there? Come on, not on my watch. Not on my watch. Yeah. So keep it clean, baby. Yeah. Anyways, what other kind of shit you get into this week? Uh, well, potentially emails, f- food shit. Oh. Uh, Creepsville's best eats. Ever tried out Buster's Pizza and Donair before? And how does it compare to American joints like Pizza Hut? What the heck is the Butter Paneer Pizza? 
I guess I would get get the triple threat with the fam to try out a few of their masterpiece pizzas. I have no idea what Buster's Pizza in Donair is. Uh, I do know. Okay, so I haven't eaten there. Um, it is a chain, so it's not like a local restaurant or something. There's some of these in town. It's over by um, like Superstore area, Jared. Okay. Like it's past Superstore. So mm. it's just like a little. Uh, it's where the old Five Guys. It's like in that same parking oh, lot. Yeah. It's, but it's yeah, it's pizza donair or something. I've heard it described as okay. Is uh how someone someone had some of the pizza one day. I was like, Oh, where's that from? And they're like, Busters. I was like, Is it okay? I was like, Is it good? And they went, It's okay. And I went, Okay. Hmm. Cool. Outstanding. So, that's that's what the world needs more of. Just okay, okay pizza. Just okay pizza. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've never had it. I but... wonder uh, how's that guy selling pizzas out of his backyard doing? Oh, Alley Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Should I check it out? Yeah, check it out. How's he doing? Okay, let's see. Let's what's, see. What's let's happening see. on the Instagram now that uh, winter has descended? Oh, that's a good question. I know that they were looking for a truck or something like that. <laughs> I bet for they. A while. I bet they are. For a while they were. Okay, Alley Pizza. Last post was. Uh, on October 17th. Okay. <laughs> and it says, don't forget to check out our food truck page. Uh, see. Art and craft pizza. Oh. But, but they're not like... I don't know, man. They're, they haven't been posting for a while. There was another one that said, no pizza, trying so hard to get the truck finished, and that was on October 3rd. So I think they're shifting to a truck format, but it I doesn't sound like it's out. Hmm. Not yet, at so, least. So are they going to prowl around in their uh, food v- truck and uh, in alleys? I mean, it kind of sounds like that. Yeah, like, because if, if they were selling out of their alley, like, I'm just... Gl- gl- Coming blank. to an alley near you. To yeah. Which I go, what if I don't have an alley? You son of a bitch. Well, then you're not part of the club. We have an alley. Do you not have an alley? I feel very disenfranchised now. Do you not have an alley behind your house? I do not. What you you sh- you got you share a fence line with the neighbor? It's uh, all I see is road, baby. Big roads. Oh, I see. Well, we got an alley. They could definitely rip through our little alley. Nobody ever drives through there. Mm-hmm. I do sometimes to like load stuff up for the dump. You know what I mean? So yeah, that pizza place is doing great. It's doing fantastic. I know Alley Pizza. I'm not, not familiar with Buster's. Oh yeah, it's like it's it's a chain, so it's kind of like never heard of it. Yeah, it's not. I think there's a couple in Calgary, a couple nope. like other places. This is an open question for people. They can answer yeah. it in their own Discord on your email next week. What's the what are restaurants like in your city? Do they go like out of business constantly? Are there like fly by night pizza places every mm-hmm. fucking three months to a year? They just like are out of business instantly. Yeah. And uh, then you go, huh? But or is it just like one of those things that's uh, uniquely uh, Creepsville that we yep. we note these things? And as RJ has mentioned uh, several times, uh, uh-huh. and we are coming up on it uh, within the next two months. There's going to be the the death mm-hmm. reel for yep. uh, local restaurants and their demises. every year. Every year it gets longer and longer. Last year's was like eleven minutes long or something. I, I think it was also for two years worth though. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. But, I mean, we've discussed uh, Peterson bringing up restaurants on here. I think he brought up two restaurants that, from the time he looked them up 
the time we talked about them, they had already closed down. Yeah. How many restaurants do you think cycle through here in a year? Like 10 at least? Yeah. And we should mention, we're not a huge place. So, like, we probably have, like, 30 restaurants. Mm -hmm. So, for us to... We lose, like, a third of them a year. And then new ones come, and then they also fail within, like, a third or, like, within a year. Shocking. Shocking. Were you shocked? I was pretty shocked by it, Jared. Those were sounds. <laughs> well, this is the ASMR podcast, right? <laughs> All right. One last question. Yeah. After missing a year due to a road trip, the annual Peterson Black Friday movie marathon is back up on this year. And this time, my oldest son, Nolan, wants to see how many Harry Potter flicks we can cram into one day. So if forced to watch a bunch of movies all in one day, what theme or franchise would you go with? Uh, I would go with woman's suffrage as a theme. Oh, wow. Yeah, to educate those boys. You know what I mean? Because he, I, as, as, as far as I understand. Whoa. What it's like to be a woman. That, but. Bagul. Did. Are they trying to silence but I think, I, I think me Bagul, speaking I think, about I think, woman's I think, suffrage? I, I, I think Bagul doesn't like women. I am actually trying to do something good for the women. For once. For ever. once. Trying to promote awareness of woman's suffrage and Bagul mm-hmm. is silencing me. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. Yeah. Well, whatever then. You know what? I tried to do something good. Just watch dinosaur movies instead. Who gives a shit? That was the one and only time I'm going to try to help people. Uh, I'm going to go with. And what I'm going to go with? What? Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Ooh, you could easily watch all of those in one day. Well, it depends how far. You, I mean, the original run is what five movies? Five and then three more. Wow, I'm, I'm thinking though. What? Well, no. Yeah, no. five and three. Oh, five, one, and three. So and, then and you, nine. And you, and you should try to watch the animated series as well. Yep. Yeah, you should. So you got nine films. It's doable if you start watching right when you wake up. Make some pancakes for Maybe, the kiddos. Uh, track down the uh, the screenplay that uh, James Cameron mm. was working on with Arnold Schwarzenegger at one point. That'd be pretty cool. Can you imagine? I can actually. It'd been incredible. Would have. Did you know they're making a like a Disney Plus show of Planet of the Apes? I of course. Did not know that. Yeah, there's gonna be like a series of that of of it now, <sighs> focusing on Caesar's kids. You know Caesar, oh, Jarrett? I know Caesar. You know Caesar? <laughs> All I want to know, though, is Fede Alvarez involved. Uh, he's got his hands full, buddy. Uh, it sounds like it, but I mean, I think I think he's up for it. He's got his hands full, hands full saving the horror industry, saving the remake industry, the anti-villain. That's what he's about. <laughs> yeah. What the? What is the name of the Exorcist ghost again? Uh, Pazuzu? Yeah, Pazuzu, the anti-villain. The, the, okay. thing, the things I can recall off the top of my head, RJ. Yeah, that was pretty it's, good. It's it's sad. Was... There's other there's other like basic words I can never come up with. And then I'm like, Pazuzu? Me flunk English? <laughs> that's impossible. That's... And then Pazuzu. There's, yeah, been a lot of, there's been a lot of Ralph talk tonight, let me tell you. Well, I think what it is off is the air, we're tired air. men. We are. Even though we had a week off two weeks ago, we're still tired. Yeah. You know. Tuckered out. 
all tuckered out. Mm-hmm. When you get all tuckered out, what do you do? I don't sleep. Oh, Jared, go to bed. Sleep, sleeps for the week. I'm trying to convince Jared to go to bed more. Like, <laughs> I'm probably going to go to bed as soon as we're done this. I, I was almost sleeping before we started. I know. You were just yawning into my ears. <laughs> I'm tired out. It's Nick Nolte over here. I'm tired out. What else did Nick Nolte do? He was in a movie, hey? That's he cool. says, he went, ah, oh, hell, I don't know. Ah, oh, hell. Yeah, uh, that's good stuff. J- Justin finishes up here. Maybe I should send JD all the MCU movies so he can do a Patreon-exclusive retrospective on them. Fuck, I, no. I think that's an incredible idea. No. I think it's an incredible idea. No. I actually, I, I had a coworker. No yesterday no he was like have you heard of jacinda forever and i was like jacinda forever he's like uh Rick-wana forever and i was like what are you talking about dude <laughs> and he's like uh he's like wakanda forever and i was like okay yeah he's like what is that i was like it's like a black panther movie he's like what's that i was like it's like a marvel movie it's about the black panthers yeah and he's like i've oh i've never seen any of those but i have friends who want to go to that tonight so i guess i'm gonna go and i was like cool that's fascinating. Uh, it was like, well, how do you think that movie plays, not knowing anything? He said that he was like, he's like, I thought it was interesting. He's like, I didn't really know a lot of the stuff they were talking about, though. <laughs> the lore. I was like, I was like, you know, that's like number fifty-five of like a chain of movies or whatever. And he's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He was very. He was just like, oh, whatever. I don't. He's like, I don't give a shit. I was like, okay. <laughs> but he said it was fine, and I was like, cool, cool. Also, RJ, yeah. I asked my wife if we could donate a PS5 to your very worthy cause of talking about video games online, yep. but she said, fuck off. Sorry, dude. Well, I appreciate that he asked, but I don't really know what his wife's got against me. Like, what did I do? Thanks for the time, JD and RJ, from Big Kitty Daddy, J Money. Not so much money that he can't give you a PS5, Peterson. Yeah. Well, see, that's why I assumed that he could, because he was hitting the J Money's all the time but uh i do like this big big dad uh big kitty daddy kind of mm-hmm. situation well, I mean, yeah you could have been that but uh slow to it i mean i have other monikers that are probably more fitting for my lifestyle mm-hmm. Sh- shit lord <laughs> fuck face fuckhead you know things like that <laughs> yeah. they're just a little bit more fitting yeah but i i do appreciate he asked because i just finished a video game last night Jarrett, so i need something new to play Ooh. So, uh, but I don't have the PS5. If you, you, you finished that Luigi, I did. I finished the Gooigi's. Uh, there's character. You can make a second Luigi made out of goo, and his name is Gooigi. Huh. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I, I, um, I kind of love hate the game. I love it because it's super. Like, it's a fun idea. You're running around catching ghosts. Uh, there's a lot of like really. What is up with that? What is up with Luigi and ghosts? I. I don't know. He's just, he's a scaredy cat, and that's just from like GameCube. Like their launch title is Luigi's Mansion. So yeah, I mean, I, I get that. I, I get that there is like a component of the Mario verse, which is like it, starting with Mario World, the the haunted mansion, and yeah. there's and there's ghosts. But yeah, but, I, but he's got a he's got a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, yeah. And then, he gets and then a, Mario's got a vacuum cleaner for no. paint. Uh well no well Mario or has the, wa- the water gun from Sunshine. Okay, but it's a water a, it's, gun. Yeah, it shoots. It's like a. It's um. What, what is kind it of what kind of medium is it? Uh, it's called flood. It's flood. It's like a backpack and it shoots water out. <sighs> uh, but yeah, Luigi's got a vacuum. 
Um, he's pretty cool. So he walks around catching ghosts. I do like. It's a really neat game because they there's a lot of like horror movie references in it, which I, I found like surprising. Like there was one that I was like, this isn't a Nintendo game. Like I was very surprised by it. Uh, it was Ichi the Killer. I was like, I can't believe they went for it in this uh, <laughs> Nintendo flagship. Um, so I, I think that stuff is like that stuff's super cool. And uh, you get a lot of bang for your buck. But near in the last two hours, I was starting to like hate play this game because there was like lots of backtracking and like you'd clear an area and like the door like when you get into an area sometimes the doors lock and then you have to clear all the ghosts before you can move forward it's like whatever but you clear an area and then you'd come back and then they would be back and you'd have to do it again respawns <sighs> it fucking drove me nuts and the difficulty in the last hour i was just like like this is kind of supposed to be a kid's game i was like no kid could beat this game oh they no. could no, well, I mean, if they grinded it for hours and hours and hours, uh, well, because well, kids have no lives, they can do that kind of thing. I mean, that's probably true, but and they, yeah. and, they and they sleep as much as or not more than you. So I mean, that's that's also true. That's also true. Uh, anyways, it was it was a good game. I, I liked it a lot. In the last two hours, I was like, "Fuck this game!" Uh, so I was trying to beat it. But now, Jared, what am I going to do? What am I, I going to play? Know. What are you going to watch? Nothing. I mean, I could start watching those shows. Yeah. But I'd rather someone gives me a PS5. Okay. Because it, it plays PS4 games, and then all the PS3 games that I also never played all got remastered for PS4. So I've never played any God of Wars. I've never played Uncharted. Shadow Colossus got a PS4 remake as well. I've never played any of those Sony games. Let's go, let's go, let's go buy one. <laughs> With a man in the White House? You think I got that kind of money? Save up all your tips. From dishwashing, and yeah. get out there because you gotta you gotta be in the right place at the right time. Though I bet you that's gonna be a that's a high in demand item. You can't just walk in and buy any of these things. No, that's the other thing. I just out of curiosity, I looked online, and every it's place. Airbrush. Hey, there's your airbrush for you. It's it's sold out everywhere. You can't you can't even get one of these bad boys. So it's not up to me. It's not up to me. It could be. It could. It's actually no. It is entirely up to you. What? No, it isn't. And like, it's, it's what are you completely within your powers instead of begging on on your podcast about give me a PS Five? What am I supposed to? What am I supposed to say to my wife that I spent eight hundred dollars on a video game console when They're not eight hundred dollars are they? Yes, are they like five hundred. No, what? They are eight hundred dollars Canadian. Oh my god. And Jerry, just said like, cause I I got a, I got an itch for this, and I was just like, oh, I I do kind of want to play PlayStation stuff. I was like, what's a PS4 going for? I was like, cause I don't care that it's old. I the, the games would be new to me. PS4s are still selling for three four hundred bucks here in Creepsville. It's those chips, they're they're so expensive. Yeah, yeah PS5s are about eight hundred dollars without a game. And that's that's the disc version, so the ones that you play disc, which you want, because then you can play PS4 games. But the PS5s that are digital only, those ones are like six hundred bucks. Yeah, maybe there'll be a, a real deal. Maybe it's uh, well, it's Black Friday. Mm. Good lord, look at this! Yeah, RJ. you seen it? Look at this! Almost gone. You got a Sony <laughs> a Station Play from Sobe four point five console disc version brand new ship same day expedited with a little airplane uh, mm-hmm. eight hundred and fifty nine dollars plus eighty nine dollars shipping 
how how is anyone charging for shipping? We haven't. No one's paid for shipping in ten years. This is eBay. Oh well, I'm not gonna go to eBay. Get out of here. Okay. How here, about, let me check Costco. How, how about? Oh, there you go. PS5, PlayStation 5, Digital Edition Console, Sony. No. Nope. God of War Ragnarok Bundle, seven fifty. No, I can't do digital because I want to play the PS4 games. And ah, uh, see, you want to be a fancy boy. Well, no, because I haven't played any of those games, so I want the one with the disc because okay. it plays. It's got backwards things, compatibility. These things are all over eBay for nine hundred bucks, but they want a hundred bucks shipping. Okay, uh, Costco, they're out of stock, but Costco has the uh, Costco has the PlayStation for not nine hundred. It's, it's like eight something. Let's see. It's a, it's kind of weird because some of these are packaged with like games, and some of them are packaged with like headphones, which I wouldn't want. Costco is around eight something. Let's go to Shoppers Drug Marcher, which is the actual hidden uh, friend of the show. Ryan Nagel showed me that this yeah. is the hidden marketplace for uh, this kind of stuff because well, nobody. Well, London Drugs is not bad either, but yeah, yeah. definitely Shoppers is uh, under the radar. Yeah, because no one's buying their consoles on shop at Shoppers. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it's online. Okay, let's see here. We this this looks good. This is looking good. What do we got? We got uh, P S five. Let's check out. What are you? You a God of War guy, Jared? Let's check out this God of War bundle. Is it digital only though? No, this one has a disc drive. Is it in stock? It is not in stock. Okay, let's check out the Horizon Zero Dawn, which I know John Carpenter was playing for a while. Yeah, I bet he was. Yeah, he loves video games. How many PS5s do you think he has? More than he needs. More than he needs. Okay, this one is in stock. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Bundle disc one with a controller, a red controller, eight hundred and fourteen dollars. Do it, do it. Get on, get on it. Comes with twelve thousand optimum points. Is that good? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I what what am I gonna tell my wife, Jared? You tell her like think of all the games you'll get to watch me play. I mean, like <laughs> she'll just say, yeah, I don't know. Just uh, say, yeah, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that, RJ. We I'm need so like excited. I we, can't we, wait to watch, for you to watch play Gods of God of War and Uncharted. <laughs> Those are cinematic games, man. Like she what, might what, what sucks is like the there's there's a real uh shortage of two player games with these consoles. I mean I'm okay with that because who am I gonna play with? I, I have I, I have a Nintendo. If I want to play know, two RJ, games, Andrea, I can do that. RJ Andrea might like video games. She might want to play she, with you. She actually she played Captain Toad Treasure Tracker with me there you about go. six months ago. There you go. So we got the Nintendo for the uh, the uh, party game. The uh, you know two people party games. You know mm -hmm. what I mean. But I'm talking about Jared playing high end gamer games that only Sony PlayStation has to offer. I'm not going to do it right now. Yeah, do it right now. It's in stock. If it's still there. in stock in the morning, it'll be a sign. <laughs> How's that sound? But how much are you going to pitch for this? <laughs> uh, you have my moral support. How much do we get out of the Patreon each month? Month Like 800 bucks? Yeah, about that. Yeah, okay. Can you give it yeah. to me one month? Well, look, I have to I have to like buy my own PS5s, okay? I mean, I, and, <sighs> and I, I give them to orphans. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah? You know about the orphans? No. I don't. Yeah. They don't need a PlayStation. They they need food and clothes. What are they going to do with a PlayStation? <laughs> it's better than better than any uh, burrito or slice of pizza you can get them. You know what I mean? What is an orphan? Well, you take them to Costco. They don't up. need... You clean up on those hot dogs. They're a buck a piece. Yeah. That's that's eight hundred orphans fed. Yeah, one meal. Yeah, eight hundred dollars, eight hundred hot dogs, eight hundred glizzies for for the orphans. Mm-hmm. They don't need a PlayStation. They don't even own TVs. You understand? They don't even own TVs. What were we talking about? I don't know. Oh, emails. Oh, an email entitled "RJ is valid." <gasps> Well, <laughs> this is from oh. Keegan Day. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. What do we got here? What do we got here? There's a discussion you guys have had multiple times now, and in every scenario, Jizz Dog has been flat out wrong. Wow. His argument is always inadequate. In parentheses, he does the the thing where you like lowercase one letter and then uppercase the next, and you go oh, back I and see. forth. You know that? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that sounds like, other than it's supposed to be like. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. This uh, apparently what I say is just use your hands. When did you say that? RJ is right about chopsticks. Just correct objectively. I do it too. Uh, I use chopsticks with puff dogs. Oh, puff dogs. Dip them in tomato sauce and chili sauce. It's. Maybe next time I go to a cinema and get a large popcorn, I'll bring a pair of chopsticks. I I stand by it. Yeah. Thought? thought? Yeah, hit it 100%. You got to hit it. You got to hit it. Yeah, you don't want greasy, dirty little fingies, Jarrett. Do you want greasy, dirty little fingies? Yeah, I'm fine with it. I don't care. No. Come on. Come on. What are you going to do? Wipe that shit on your pants and then you got disgusting ass greasy pants? I just wipe it on the seat of the theater. Like, what? Are, but what if you're at home? <laughs> I just wipe it on the leather couch. Oh, oh my <laughs> god! I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty upsetting, dude. <laughs> I don't know. You you yeah. go you go to the bathroom, and clean your hands. Yeah, but what if you can't get up? What if you got a cat on your leg? Move the cat. You're gonna move. You move the cat. You a go cat? to you, you take. What happens when RJ? What happens when you have to have an emergency? And you gotta evacuate. Well, I mean you that's just... a that's a different story, my man. Mm-hmm. That's a different story. Chop, chopsticks are gonna help with that. Let me tell yeah. you. But I mean, if if I got a cat on me, I'm probably not gonna be putting down anything too heavy that I gotta have an emergency Something reaction. Too heavy. Yeah, you know what I mean about it's, too heavy. Got to eat eat more bananas. Eat more prunes. <sighs> if anything, I need none of that. None of that. None of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got that going for me, which is pretty good. But uh, I'm glad that someone else uh, is like on board because it is important. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think you should try. You should just try it one day and just see what you think. Just try it. No. I'm what good. do you got? What do you have to lose? <laughs> My dignity. Why? All you have to, you have nothing to lose. All you have to gain is clean fingies. Clean fingies. You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean, Jarrett? Do you want to hear from Rob Eagle? R O 
Bagul. And? Some or all of this may not be true. Okay. Hello, creeps. It just occurred to me I'm probably Batman. I have few close mm-hmm. friends. I wake up with mysterious bruises, and most of my money goes on weird black outfits. So, one of the creeps, Reese, I think, likes Kit Kats, eh? Uh-oh. Where's this going? I had a Kit Kat experience a while back. Uh-oh. On my way to a job interview, I decided to go oh, to no. Reese's Spoon Cafe for a quick cup of tea and a Kit Kat. The cafe was busy, but there was one free seat in front of an old lady, well-dressed, reading a hardback book. As I sat down in front of her, she glanced up and gave me a look of utter, utter disdain. How Why? strange, I thought, but I was thinking about my interview and was a bit distracted. I realized I'd forgotten the sugar, so I went back to the counter to go get some. Walking back to the table, I couldn't believe what I saw. The old lady was opening the Kit Kat. She oh, broke oh, off a what? biscuit, a biscuit finger, and Ooh. took a bite. You know, no, no one calls it a biscuit finger around here, RJ. Well, it's England, you know. There's I no know. rules over there. What, what, what do you call it? <laughs> a, a piece. I call of that? it a chocolate daddy. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know what I mean, choco daddies. I sat down again and again. She gave me a brazen, frosty stare as she popped the remaining half of the finger into her mouth. I was totally taken aback. All I could do was silently return her gimlet stare, pick up the Kit Kat, snap off a finger for myself, and stuff it into my mouth. I made my point by chewing most aggressively. Undeterred by my body language, she picked up the Kit Kat with a flourish and snapped off another finger. I immediately snatched the final remaining biscuit from the table and stuffed it into my mouth. This time I savored it with a look of triumph. The old, lazy, the old lady rose, picked up her book, and left the cafe. As she walked down the street, we stared daggers at each other through the cafe window. Mm. A Is voice it... from the cafe counter. Hey, mate, waved Mr. Cafe Owner. You forgot your Kit Kat. Oh, um, Jared, what does it mean? What does it mean? What would you do if an old lady ate your like started eating your food? Would you fight her? Uh, like you personally? But it's not my food here. Isn't uh, it? There's no. I'm not sure where the explanation for the disdain comes. Old people always have disdain. That's true. I've always mentioned that old people feel like they can do whatever they want, like they're above the the law. Mm-hmm. They're always doing that. Always. Always. So like. What would you do? What if you and me got like some taco time with free sauce, unlimited sauce, unlimited, and we loaded that Glor- shit up and Glor- we put it, it down, and then uh, you're like, I gotta go to the bathroom, and it's like, oh, okay, I gotta go get napkins. So we were both unattending of, of the food, and then you came back, and some old man just <laughs> not tacos in his mouth. Wolf would you fight him? Is what I want to know. What if we went back and it was a bagul? Oh my god. Like an RO bagul? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. It's or, pretty uh, scary. Yeah, I don't know. I guess you, you might be go, excuse me, sir. I think that's mine. And he goes, fuck off! <laughs> I mean, yeah, what do you do? Yeah, maybe, maybe go to the counter and uh, say, excuse me, that man's eating my burrito. And then they'll look, what? Huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> 
Huh? For real? What did you say? Uh, and they go, yeah, right over there. You point. The guy's just got your back to you. And you go, I don't know what to do. It's like, oh. What if the taco time guy was like, well, the way you're dressed, I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. That, hey, how do you know that wasn't his food? Well, exactly. It's like, maybe you shouldn't have left your food unattended. Yeah. You know? Have you ever... I got a lot of, like, complaints about how I was dressed a couple weeks ago at work. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, complaint. Now, are these, like, from coworkers or from people who actually have power? Coworkers. Not people okay. with any actual say of anything. Okay. Yeah. So, um, it was, like... It was like two days where we had down days, so it was just kind of like, yeah, we don't need like we do have a dress code kind of, but it was like at Pizza Hut, you're supposed to wear yeah, your outfit. Well, I know, I know the, yeah, I know. Like once the buffet's been like tended to, you you, you have some downtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're you're supposed to be doing that, right? But uh, yeah, like I wore, wore overalls one day, and everyone was like, "What's going on here?" They're like, "What's up with these overalls, bud?" <laughs> do you have a shirt underneath? <laughs> I don't. I don't want to give away too much. I think I got to leave something to the imagination, mm-hmm. Jarrett. You know. Did you have a like a piece of straw dangling from your lip? Well, there's a little bit of straw, and then I did <laughs> did have like a little a little dip in, and I was <laughs> dumb people to call you Huck. Call me Huck, boy. Yeah, there was a little bit of that. There was a little bit of that. Was I barefoot? You bet. You bet. See, wild. I, I didn't take you for a, a barefootsman. You've seen my feet multiple times. Unfortunately. How much do you think I could get? Do you think someone would buy me a PS5 if I sent them feet pics? They might. Would you? you I mean, to, I think I think you'd get definitely. You'd clean up if you uh, started uh, eating uh, with the chopsticks with your feet. Oh shit! Is that yeah. the? That's that's some that's where some money's at. Oh wow! Oh wow! I I hadn't considered it. My feet are like Andrea says my feet stink. I don't think they do, but like I don't. I also don't think she's a liar. So like, what should I do? I don't think they stink. Do your feet stink? Mm, not that I know of. They can. I mean, yeah, but well, see, I'm, like I don't I think, think mine do either. But she says they do. So, oh. <laughs> like I, I think she's described them as sour. <laughs> do you know what I mean? What do the cats think? Do, do they like? Oh, they don't mind. They don't do, care at all. Do, do, they, do they muzzle in though? Like when you take them off and they go, mm, yeah. Yeah, but not on like the toes or anything. Just like on the side of the foot. Just like on the side, because that's like a good. It's like ergonomical. Like, like. Oh. They they remark you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the because they yeah they got those scent glands in their chins. Yep. And uh, that their scent makes them feel comfortable. So we got that going for us. Well, they have to battle back your repugnant musk well sour apparently sour so if you want you you want to come smell no what do you mean no i don't want to make that a patreon don't don't want to be smelling your sour feet sometimes you might not have a choice eventually it might just happen might just happen like i'm not gonna force it on you or anything weird like that but like you just might be in an area that's like close to my foot and brother it might just happen brother and i'll puke all over that's fine i don't care what were we talking about um i don't know something about kit kats oh right i like the chunky kit kats oh i think you get more kind of more meat 
Mm-hmm. Like more bang for your buck with the chunkies. Um. Anyway, yeah, that's emails. Hey, that's RJ, it. what you been creeping on this week? Uh, you ever heard of Luigi's Mansion Three? So that's it. You just put that one to bed, huh? Uh, yeah. I took. Yeah, I had a. Uh, I did that. Uh, I also watched some YouTubes, Jarrett. Nothing I'm willing to share, but uh, I was watching some YouTubes. Uh, what else did I watch? I watched an Adam Sandler movie called Blended. Have you heard of this movie from 2014, Jarrett? <laughs> I th- I guess I've heard of it, but I don't know anything about it. Adam Sandler's a single dad, Jarrett. He's got three girls. Drew Barrymore is a single mom. She's got two boys. They go on a blind date. Boy, does it not work out. <laughs> they're just not right for each other. But boy, let me tell you, they have star-crossed path. They keep running into each other. They keep running into each other. They actually kind of work for similar people. And a person plans his vacation. That guy can't go. So Adam Sandler's like, hey, can I have half of that trip and at a discount? And they go, yeah, okay. And Drew Barrymore says, can I have half of that trip at a discount? And he goes, yeah, okay. So now these two people that don't really get along, Jarrett, are sharing a family vacation wow. in Africa. Oh. There's ostrich riding in this film. I didn't. Are ostriches uh, African? I thought they were Australian. Where do ostriches come from? Um, I don't know. Because <laughs> there's a whole scene about ostrich riding in the in this, but I didn't think ostriches were African. I thought they were Australian or something. No. Are they African? Um, native to the Horn of Africa. Oh, I I mean. And Actually, also that... uh, large areas of sub-Saharan Africa. So, okay. okay uh, actually, now that I think of it, R- there are R- ostriches now in Donkey Kong. Invalid. There's ostriches in Donkey Kong, so that checks out. <laughs> ah, that's, yeah. there you go. That's the that's the science. Yeah, that's the science. IGN reported that first initially, but that, uh, they, they scooped it. Everyone, they scooped it. Um, I mean, these uh, the Adam Sandler family picks. I know you would never like these movies, but uh, they are like easy to watch so we threw this on we were just kind of hanging out we watched it it was all well and good you know what i mean Jarrett? it was all well and good uh so i did that but yeah i was just playing uh some guigis and watching my youtubes and um that's it i will do star trek i just putting it off you know what i mean i i don't blame you I know, but it's it's not that like not out of like a on, not wanting to watch it. I do want to watch them. It's just whenever I start it, then I'm gonna feel obligated to see it through the end. I gotta watch Discovery, Picard, and Strange New World. So it's like I'll do it. It's just I, whenever I start, I don't know. Although I I am like kind of dreading some. Like I remember everyone was talking about the new one being really woke, and then like with all the recent things in the world, there's that kind of. Uh, super embarrassing screenshot of that star trek dialogue where it's like where it's like you know like the world's most famous like a uh, scientist or something and it's like zephram cochran the ray brothers elon musk and you're like <laughs> you're like that's that's pretty embarrassing yeah but yeah i'll do it eventually unless someone buys me a christmas present could be anyone. Elon's just trying to get all these uh, right wingers to buy electric cars. 
that's 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 what it's all about right i mean i'm sure it is nothing else nothing else yeah Uh, what how maybe he can get them to buy me a gaming console have have you added him yet he is listening uh i mean i'm sure he my phone is right here and i have the app installed so i'm sure he's got it buy me stuff buy me stuff buy me stuff think it worked so far no damn gotta try harder damn all right so what have you been creeping on jared other than minifigs uh videos about painting minifigs and how to play and how to play with your minifigs see i've been watching a lot of uh video game videos on the youtube i think that's where why i got the itch for uh the playstations the playstations jared but it's fun to just watch the videos hey it's yeah. not bad. It's not yeah. bad. It's like your sports. Like you know, some people like watching sports, like that they they're not actually playing. It's like you uh, watching minifigs. But but I do play. But you yeah, I mean I know you play too. But like watching it, I think is like watching sport. Or it's like those dudes who watch sports, but then they're in like a dad league where they play for like twenty minutes, and it's like all right, time to get a cold one. Mm-hmm. You ever gotten a cold one with some 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 boys? I'm sure I have at some point. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to go to the gym one day with me and then we'll get some McDonald's afterwards? <laughs> yeah. Just follow it up. <laughs> That's good stuff. Uh, yeah. A guy I work with, he's in like a, like a dad's hockey thing. And uh, apparently his wife caught him one time. Like he drove back into the house. It was like late. He thought he was shoe sleeping and he just parked in the driveway and he just ate a, like four or five McDonald's burgers in his car in the driveway. And then he came in. She's like, what are you doing? He's like, ah. Oh. He's like, I didn't think you were awake. And she's like, well, clearly. She's like, why are you pounding burgers in your truck? And he's like, I, I, I can't, I can't remember what he said. He was just like, why not? Because like, the smell would like maybe attract unwanted attention. It's like, I gotta eat this. Like, is this recently too? So it's like cold outside, and just like it's gonna leave some like steam in the car that's just gonna freeze, uh-huh. and it's, you, it takes forever to take care of that. Yeah, it was something like that. It's a pretty fun story. I liked hearing it. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a sadness to it. <laughs> I don't know if I ever told you, but uh, my brother-in-law, uh, or my brother, one time, my brother went to McDonald's and uh, he was eating a burger in the parking lot. But that was out of like convenience because he lives like out of town, so he's like he's like I'll just park, eat a burger quick, drive home. But he was eating a burger and then he got a text from my brother-in-law that was just like I won't tell if you won't. And he looked over, and my brother-in-law was in the stall beside him, also eating burgers in his truck, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. I like it. I like uh, it. I like a good parking lot burger, Jarrett. Yeah. When's the last time you had one of those? <laughs> well, being observed. Well, I mean, people are always watching. Oh, I mean, what about uh, this is like a different level, though, where it's like you, you think you're like, yeah, I'm doing this. And then someone points and calls you out on it, and it's just like, <gasps> I mean, and, that's happening. And, and you might have to spray them. I think I told that story about me eating that pretzel over the garbage can at the mall. Yeah. And I just hear my name called. And then you go, <sighs> it's it's kind of, um, it's one of those things. You either change your life after that or or you really kind of dig in your heels. Or you get busy living. Get, or get busy dying. As <laughs> you eat this pretzel. <laughs> and it's just just shrapnel falling into the can people everywhere watching just embarrassed for you you know what i mean sad 
Sad, Jarrett. Anyways, what were we talking about? This and that. That's oh, what okay. we're talking about. Uh, failure to watch things. Um, I mean, that's fine. This isn't a movie podcast. Yeah. We're it's guaranteed not. to talk about one movie at least. <laughs> at least. And we never said we would talk about more than that. Mm-hmm. We never we never exaggerated that we would be talking about movies all the time. We used to. I mean, we used to. No. Doesn't mean we have to now. But plans changed. Plans have changed. I don't know. I talked about Luigi's Mansion. That's almost a movie. Almost. It had, like, movie stuff hey, in it. You know that uh, Joe Bagos has a, a Christmas horror movie coming out this year? Who? Probably on, uh, Joe Bagos. Who's Joe Bagos? The guy directed uh, VFW and Bliss, uh, Almost Human. He's got a evil Santa Claus looking movie, it looks like, coming. Hmm. Oh, it's, it's a robot Santa. Robo San- Robo Santo? Yep. I knew I went to high school with a guy named Santos. Do you think that's close to Robo Ooh, Santo? You went to school with Santos? I did. Wow. It is a uh, robotic that guy. Yeah. He did those sounds sometimes. It's it pretty might cool. Be, might, might be a good show. Yeah, that could, that sounds cool. And uh, I'm looking forward to being able to watch whenever it appears uh, the the Lars von Trier The Kingdom Exodus the, the mm. third part twenty. Five years after the fact, it's some Twin Peaks style action. I'd say I'm not looking forward to that. Uh, Kingdom's pretty good, is it? Yeah, the, the, the original, not the uh thing that Stephen King did. That's Kingdom Hospital bit that was not so good, but the Kingdom, which is also set in a hospital, hmm. that's good. That was good. I don't know, it's not that I doubt you. It's just like I, I just don't know. You know what I mean? I I'd call it top trier. Top trier? Yeah. What about bottom rear? <laughs> oh, that that's our uh, our good friends of uh, Element of Crime and uh, Europa. And, yeah, uh, those I, are not great. But I don't know the if king, you... the kingdom. Yeah. I don't know if you kind of like. I don't know if you understood. Like I was talking about a butt. I. I Oh, well, that changes everything. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you understood what I was okay. talking about there. Yeah. I, was, I was talking about the, like a butt kind of situation. So, <laughs> a butt situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, are you uh, are you ever going to get Paramount Plus? No, nah, I'll do the week membership one day, but only when I want to watch something on there. As currently, there's we can nothing. watch all Abuse and Butthead. The new season of the movie and new season. Yeah, I could do that. How much is? How many episodes is a new season? Like six, I, ten? I have no idea. Because like I could do it, but what? I'd, I'd want to make it worth my while. Because the free member, the free trial is only a week. You know what I mean? Burn. We just—it was released twenty-four episodes. 24? Oh, but it's like 12 half-hour episodes. So it's like six hours. Oh, uh, okay. Huh. 24. Okay. Well, see, that might be worth it then, I guess. Like, maybe. Ooh, there's an epi- the second episode of the series is called The Special One. Uh, the synopsis is, Beavis encounters a sentient, a sentient flame, which dubs him The Special One, and orders him to do good deeds. Oh, I kind of like that. It's kind of like this podcast in a way. Oh, 
Beavis and Butthead. This is the first episode. It's called Escape Room. Beavis and Butthead employ their problem-solving skills, or lack thereof, to escape from a public restroom. Mm. That's also good. Sounds like classic B&B. Classic Butthead. <laughs> classic. <laughs> cool. Uh, any any other any news you want to share? You're uh, getting hyped for Avatar 2. Uh, James Cameron seems to be really, has he always just been like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. He says whatever he wants. That's cool. Yes. Yes, he has. I respect that. Yeah. I saw someone talking about the movie being too long and he, and he, he told him to fuck off or something. Yeah, he, I believe it was a studio exec. Yeah. He said, fuck off. <laughs> he gave him the Ford treatment. Ah, uh, it's classic. Unless he just have his hair surge, uh, John. I uh, I mean, there was that. That was cool from him. I I like that thing. Was it you who posted where he's like, he's like the best uh, best movies in the world playing in my brain for free every night. He's like, <laughs> you, you like that, huh? I did like that. I was like, oh, I, Jim, he's oh. Canadian. Was he was born here, but I don't know if he identifies as a Canadian. Well, he extirpated, but it was, it was because. Yeah. Uh, Taxes. Because of the taxes. Because of the taxes, Jared. The taxes. So that's so we got that going for us, which is pretty cool. Yeah, James Cameron. He's wacky. Um, I don't know. There was movie stuff that happened. It's all on the Discord. Every everybody's seen it on the Discord. Yeah, all, all the good stuff's on Discord. If you're not on the Discord, where the fuck are you? And why aren't you buying me a Christmas <laughs> present? <laughs> Get, oh, you, you want several, <laughs> several PS5s. I mean, I, all I'm saying that is if someone got me one, I'd probably put them on the Discord for free. You've Oh, wow. That's <laughs> not bad. Yeah. So I'm just saying. A dollar, that's a, a dollar saved. Dollar a day for three years, and you yeah. can be on the discount, uh, Discord. At a yeah. discount, even, some Huge. have said. Massive. Yeah, so that's cool. It's very cool. Yep. Very good. Yep. Yeah, I'm doing cool stuff. You're looking, you're looking pretty cool over there. Yep. Buddy. Yeah, I'm doing good. Good. Excellent. Well, fuck it. We got movies to talk about. Oh. We're doing it, though. We're, we're heading there. Shortest episode in a long I, time. I'm I'm on board. No problem. No problem. I'm going to go to bed so early. Ooh. All right, then. After the break, um, RJ's got to stay up, but it's not really RJ. It's his twin brother, Horatio. Horatio. For you, I sigh. Just for you only. Why haven't you seen it? I'm all for you, body and soul. I spend my days in longing and wonder why, why it's me that you're wronging. I tell you that I mean it 
And we're back. This is the Criterion Creeps podcast. And tonight we continue on watching the Paul Robeson Portraits of the Artist box set. I guess this would be disc two, RJ. Uh, of what, a six disc collector set? Only four <laughs> discs or something. I've never <sighs> actually, I've never seen this thing before. Um so between YouTube and the Criterion Channel, we're we're figuring it out. We're we're piecing things together because uh, while Body and Soul from 1925, directed by Oscar Micheaux, is uh, um, on the channel, Borderline mm-hmm. on YouTube. Where 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 is it? YouTube. Or is that a sponsor? No, it's our, not a sponsor. Of our, ours? Our, our good friends, YouTube. Oh, they're, they're no Tubi. Let me tell you. I mean, they're not. They're definitely no Tubi. Tubi's ads are way fewer than uh, um, the other one you mentioned. Yeah, the, the two people. YouTube. Yeah, yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. It's too bad, but uh, you know that's the thing about Criterion movies. They're not real, so sometimes they're hard to find. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Well, yeah, and uh, I think even toward the end of this uh, this collection, these movies just aren't on the Criterion channel at all. No, no. Are they also on Tubi? Potentially? Uh, no. Nope. Oh. Uh oh. Shit. What do we do? <laughs> now let's, we'll we'll figure that out. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. In, is it the end of the in, Criterion in, in, Creeps? In two, in two weeks. Oh, we don't be so lucky. And as, oh, okay. as with our listeners. Um. Mm-hmm. So you know, today, um, I was asked by the, the, the girlfriend RJ about uh, how these movies were going to go. This and the, the look in my eyes apparently is like, well, how many more of these are there? And to which I, to which I responded for four more. Whoa, 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 whoa! I thought last, next week was the last week. Is it not two more next week? No, it's two more next week, and then two more after that. There's eight fucking movies in this thing. Uh huh. <sighs> <laughs> See, that was my face. Why did they do that? Eight, eight of any movies is too many. It doesn't matter who it is. <laughs> I know Paul Robeson's this American treasure, but like, that's too many movies, Jerry. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyways, continue. Well, yeah, so as the life drained out of my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about oh man, more more movies to watch, huh? Yeah. This this was a rough week. One, this is a rough one, RJ. Mm-hmm. This week, I got not gonna lie. Oh, weird. I, I didn't think you'd have that response. I <laughs> thought you're kind of playing your hand a little early, but okay, I'll let you finish. I, 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 I got a message from you. Silent films, eh? I had, I hadn't started watching a uh, Body and Soul yet at this point. Mm-hmm. And then I watched Body and Soul, and I responded. Some films, eh? Uh huh. You knew exactly what I meant once you once you started watching. You 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 knew what I meant, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. what's this body and soul from from nineteen twenty five? Uh, a synopsis from Letterboxd: A minister is malevolent and sinister mm. uh, behind his righteous facade. He consorts with and later extorts from the owner of a gambling house and betrays an honest sure. girl, eventually driving them both to ruin. 
or ruin. Ruin? Is it spelled weird? No, it's ruin. Oh, okay. But, <laughs> um, yeah, so hot dog. We got a movie here. So sure. we got Paul. So, okay, RJ, after uh, yeah. last week's introduction to Paul Robeson, what do we know about Paul Robeson? Really? Like, if you if you had to like. I know that he was a communist, but okay. not in a bad way. Okay. Uh, yeah. But what else? Uh, he was a champion uh, for um, equality and the right, uh, the freedom to believe in whatever thing he wanted to. What else, though? What is? What did he do for a living? He was a singer. He was a singer. Singer, songwriter, actor. Uh, he was. Uh, so this man, fame for singing. Yeah. Uh, here he is in silent film, where you don't get to hear his voice. Um, mm-hmm. but what you do get to hear is some, like, some jazz, some times like trip hop, uh, boy, oh boy. Well, boy, oh there's, boy. there's a little, there's like some mild Davisy type stuff in here, mm-hmm. but then there is like, uh, I, I was thinking of Moe's death a lot. I was like, I bet Moe's death is really into this kind of, uh that kind of breathing into the the microphone there there's not that type of breathing in this though this is very clean this is some of that like digital audio oh well whatever you were doing just now maybe it wasn't breathing but it's it, it sounded like the asmr of like this is me breathing kind of thing i see you know what i mean Vern. Mm-hmm. Vern. uh-huh so yeah anyway uh this uh score just stunk i don't you tell me about it all these films they uh i don't know it doesn't feel it doesn't fit the era at all yeah it's very contemporary and i find that with you're going to put a score over your silent film it's got to be real like perfect i think and like almost almost across the board they fuck it up they fuck it up? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that could just be, like, your opinion, man. Could be. Could yeah. Be. I mean, there are times where I, I do like the jazz in this. I'm like, yeah, I like this jazz. That's good. That's good. And then there's other times where I hear stuff and I go, hmm, I could do without that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, Jer? Yeah. So the, you know what I'm talking so, about? So the director of this, uh, Oscar yeah. Michaud, um, so he is diff- – kind of uh thought of as the first major african-american feature filmmaker um so that's of note i guess uh body and soul though it is uh not much to write home about in the the whole plot department not in plot i thought this thing was brimming with plot Uh, plot yeah well there's a it's got a couple of uh hoary old cliches rj Oh, such as? Well, number one is, like, what do we call it? Um, estranged identical twin? Uh, yeah, there's some of that in here. There's but, some of that. And we'll get to the other one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run through this plot for you, RJ. This is yeah, hit me with hot, some... Hot off the wiki presses. Hit me with some plot. An escaped prisoner seeks refuge in the predominantly African-American town of Tatesville, Georgia, by passing himself off as the Right Reverend Isaiah T. Jenkins. 
He is joined in town by a fellow criminal, and the pair scheme to swindle the phony reverence congregation of their offerings. Mm-hmm. Jenkins falls in love with a young member of his congregation, Isabel Perkins, even though she is in love with a poor young man named Sylvester, who happens to be Jenkins' long estranged identical twin brother. Uh, yeah. So double double time for old Paul Robeson. It just happens, man. It just happens like that. Yep. You know? Jenkins steals money from Martha Jane, Isabel's mother, and convinces mm-hmm. the young woman to take the blame for his crime. Well, who hasn't been there? Like, personally? She flees to Atlanta and dies just as her mother locates her. Wow. Just as? Just as. Damn, that's too bad. Before dying, Isabel reveals to her mother that Jenkins raped her and he is the one who took her money's mother or her mother's money. Oh damn. Shit. She explains that she did not speak up before because she knew her mother would not believe her. Mm-hmm. Returning to Tatesville, Martha Jane confronts Jenkins in front of the congregation. Jenkins flees and during a twilight struggle, he kills a man who tries to bring him to justice. The following morning, Martha Jane awakens and realizes the episode with Jenkins was only a dream. She provides Isabel, who is not dead, and Sylvester with the funds to start a married life together. Is that what this movie is about? That's what happens. Really? Yeah. Damn. What what did I watch? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I watched something wildly different Jared. yeah wildly different were, were you watching body and soul on red tube <laughs> no I was like, the movie i was watching it was like there was this uh this guy who wanted to be a chef and there was like um this like rat that also wanted to be a chef and they were like kind of helping each other oh, okay yeah that that was the movie that was the film <laughs> that i watched oh damn yeah it was pretty good oh, i'm yeah. not gonna lie well we have to start all over again <laughs> We'll be back in, what's the runtime on this? 102 minutes? I don't think it was that long. It sure felt like it. Oh, most definitely, RJ. Most definitely. Especially the other one, too. You feel every minute. Every minute. Of these bad boys. Three minutes feels like ten. Ten minutes feels like ten hours. (laughs) Just a great, great time. Yeah. Um, people can probably pick up on what we're saying here. Not, not a good time to be had here watching these movies. But Jared, what about cinematic history? Ah, uh, yes, that that old chestnut. Um, is that not the is that not the defense people just have for like silent films? It's like it's part of history, man. And you go, okay. What else? You know. What else? Yeah, or whatever you were going to say. Yeah. Um, so the the one thing I'll say that kind of uh, reminded me of last week's movie was there is sort of this immediacy at times about the way this is being shot because these are like fairly low-budget independent movies. So there's this sort of um, a feeling at times, yeah. um, at least the very start of the movie, where we are like, oh, this is kind of like – doesn't again feel quite like a silent film but then it starts to really bog down into like completely mm-hmm. uh, unremarkable territory for me yeah uh and i did of course uh, at one point 
as I was watching this, I'm like, where is this going? What, what, what Paul Robeson's like some <laughs> reverend guy, but he's kind of scummy, and he's shaking down this guy who runs the bar, like mm-hmm. uh, r- runs this club, saying, "Well, you know, if you're not, if you don't pay up, I'm going to talk, start preaching about how gambling's bad, and that's going to hurt your bottom line, friend." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay," and then I'm like, "Hmm, this is going pretty slow. What, what's the payoff?" And then when I read that, it ends with, "And it was all just a dream." Ooh. You said they Mario 2'd me. Yeah. Bastards. That's right. And uh, at least Mario 2 is a, an all-time classic uh, video yes, game. Is. Body and Soul from 1925. Not so much. Not Even so more? Much. <laughs> oh. Did you mean to say? I, I think you pronounced that oh, wrong. Okay. Even more of a classic yeah. is, what, is what he meant to say. Yeah. yeah. Well, why don't you tell me about all the things that you really enjoyed <laughs> God, uh, in I this did. movie? Oh, that it was a movie? Yeah, yeah, it's amazing when people come together uh, 103 years ago. Because <laughs> this movie is a almost, almost, a, actually, well, sorry, it's almost 100 years old. Mm. And uh, I mean, it shows its age. It shows its age. I mean, it's neat. And it's one of those things. A lot of the people who are going to be commenting on the YouTubes for this episode are the, the, just the robe heads. The, the robe heads or whatever. And they go, well, these guys just don't understand cinematic history. Hey, we don't. It's a, I don't. It's a hundred-year-old movie. I don't. And you need to appreciate it, whether it's good or not. It's like, yeah, I understand. I understand. But like six hundred years ago, like entertainment was like people shitting in their own hands and throwing it in the air. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They didn't have chopsticks yet. They didn't have chopsticks yet. They couldn't keep their fingies clean. So it's like, you know what? You can like talk about stuff and be like, be like, yeah, it's. It's a hundred-year-old movie. It's cool that they were doing it at the time, but like, is it as good as American Sniper? I don't know. I don't know, Jared. I don't know if it lives up to that kind of caliber mm-hmm. of film. You know what I mean? Like the caliber of the bullet you'd put into a rifle. Yeah, when like, you're watching these Robeson films. Right. Why? Why are you doing yeah. that while you're watching these movies? Well, do you know about anger? Oh my goodness. I didn't. I don't mean like towards anybody. Interesting. Do you, you know what I mean? I, I know. Tell me. Tell me more. Jarrett, have you ever been mad that nobody will have uh, relations with you? Have you ever felt that you needed to act out in a violent way because of it? Do you have a Reddit account? <laughs> Is the key question there. Yeah. And that'll answer all the other questions. What kind of groups are you on? Well. Let me tell you about I, 12 rules. Let me tell you about uh, Oliver Granger <laughs> and the accounts that wow. he is subscribed to. Hey, he told me once. He was on 4chan. What else do you want me to say? What were you talking about? A movie, hey? <laughs> we were so, talking about a movie. Do you have anything else this to movie, say? I, want, this, about... uh, I believe this movie was once considered... Um, lost. See, that's one of those. It's what well, I always say. Um, the director's cut mm-hmm. was lost. Um, so this is a not even the full version of his of uh, Oscar Micheaux's mm-hmm. vision. Not his full vision. No. So it's compromised. Yeah. Can't even talk about it. Damn. Yeah. What was I? Uh, huh? Um. These movies fall into that camp of historically significant films, I think, that it's like, yeah, I think sure. these are cool that they're in the Criterion, but um, 
I don't know who it's for. You know what I mean? And that's the kind of we always talk about film buffs. Film buffs. But like, how many how many copies of this do you think they've sold ever, all time? The Paul Robeson collection? Yeah, like twenty. <laughs> I don't, Wes I'm not Anderson sure. owns two of them. I'm not sure how many units this was selling. Probably to a lot of uh, you know institutions, libraries. Yeah. Um, and then there's the the discerning collector of a Criterion who's who just buys every single one. There's yeah. Like, there, there's Gary, and then yeah, uh, there's Gary. You now he a, says, "What is this?" <laughs> yeah, this he, is he, old. He's like, you know, honestly, I only watched half of it. Yeah. Like Gary will say. Um, he say, I, I, I stopped watching about halfway through. I just got bored. <laughs> yeah, he dozed. Yeah, and dozed. Hey, did you doze? Yeah, I dozed. You do? Yeah. I did. Yeah. Uh, This one I was okay with. Uh, The second one, I did some serious dozing. I might have even done a little bit of snoozing. (laughs) Snoozing? I might have done some snoozing in that one. Well, this becomes uh, more of an issue, especially when they're silent films, and you can't just hear what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just... uh, I I tried my best to give, like, body and soul my full attention. I did. But, you know, you're at home... You're watching this hundred-year-old silent film. The jazz is okay, and you're like, "That's interesting." You have a cat to pet. Yeah, and you watch, and you're like, "Yeah, I gave this a solid run." And then you check the screen time, or, <laughs> and it's like thirteen minutes, and you realize you have over an hour left, or something. Oh, an, and you uh, go, that's an hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> and you go, "No, okay, no." Say, I see what kind of movie this is going to be. And it's not even like one that you can be like super distracted on and still pay attention because English movies, at least you can hear what's happening and you can like stare at the wall. Sound, sound talkies, the talkies, like the talkies. And you can stare at the ceiling and just be like, oh, yeah, that's great. Oh, Adam Sandler, he's in Africa with a, a lady that he's not too friendly with. That's crazy. Ostriches. The ostriches. They're native to Africa, Jared. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's historically significant, but it's like, I feel like this should just be like a box set that is outside of the, the spy numbering. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so we don't have to watch it. So we don't, it, this, this should be in like, you know how Chantel Ackerman has all those like eclipse series, like things that like, they're just, they're not spined. But it's like, if you like this shit, this here has, you go. Yeah, this definitely, definitely has big Eclipse series vibes to me. That's what it should be. That's what it should yeah. be. And it's it's the same with like, like that's why they stuck all the Ackermans in there. I know there's a lot of Ack heads out there nowadays, but uh, it's like, how many are there actually? You know what I mean? How many of you guys have actually watched those fucking movies? And like the Agnes Vardas and uh, the, the Dog Star Mans. The Brackmans, like oh, that's another hey. thing that should be. Hey, no. the... Well, Jared, uh, but yeah, I think this would work way better as a unnumbered box set that says, <laughs> here, here, "Here's for the rube heads." This, this, here you go, buddy. This, this just comes down to, why I don't want to watch this. I don't want to watch this, and I'd rather not. Yeah, this, this, and... this is not a great experience in the in the actual. Um, framework of which our podcast exists mm-hmm. well and i didn't know that there was four more of these i thought there was two more and, and the entire time watching these i went hey at least there's only two more and we're done halfway now rj unbelievable i, I think we're 
past the the silent era though yeah well i mean that's good then i'll be okay because like last week was fine i was like yeah that's fine i like Deborah jones yeah Emperor jones is cool and i don't think his movies are bad or anything it's like that it's like the internet has killed my attention. <laughs> yes, span, yes. Is what is how I want to approach this, okay? Blame the internet. It's the internet's fault. Yes, yes. And the bees. Um I don't know, man. Like I just watch like Body and Soul, I actually thought was like the like the story of this movie. I was like, Oh yeah, gambling preacher man. They would remake this nowadays and it'd be like Ethan Hawke as uh the preacher man who gets uh loaded and like threatens the gamblers and and uh you know other stuff happens maybe like i don't know maybe amy adams is in there somewhere or like somebody i guess it probably wouldn't be ethan hawk if they remade this because you know but uh that, that's just who i pictured when i when i thought of a, a, a alcoholic priest right and that's not slander against the Hawk estate. No, well, just mm-hmm. let's not say that, everybody. Let's just cool it on that one, okay? But uh, yeah, I don't know. I actually didn't mind like that story part of it, but like it's just, I I don't like silent films. I don't like how expressive it is. It all just seems like it's like a high, like a junior high drama class to me, where everyone's like, yeah, like because they have to like well, see, yeah, so is, much. I think you just say theatrical. It is theatrical. And you know what I think about drama kids, Jared? Yeah, I know. You know what I've always said about drama kids? You love it. You love Tales of Hoffman especially. Oh, well, where would you rank this on the Tales of Hoffman scale? Oh, uh, below. Below Tales of yeah, Hoffman? because that, that I did watch, like, completely. Did, you have Tales of Hoffman at, what, like, number three on your list? <laughs> Do I? I wasn't aware. Well, yeah, you're a huge Hoff head. No, I'm not. Yeah, this guy's a huge Hoff head. Huge. So anyways, yeah, Body and Soul. It's a movie. It's old. People will like it because it's old. Does that mean it's good? I don't know. <laughs> no. No. I don't know, Chair. How, what about, how does this measure up with... Uh, Borderline? Border Radio. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. This might give Border Radio a run for its money. What about King of Kings? Because that's another silent film. Remember King of Kings? Was that in this grouping? Well, it wasn't for me because it hasn't been. Oh. You know, I only go from 301 to 400. So. I know. That's the way you're supposed to do it. The way I did it is dumb. Everybody knows. My my list is almost meaningless, I have to say. <laughs> Because there's movies in here that are like like kind of low that I'm like, hey, that movie's not bad, and and like I'll see like two like two rows of movies ahead, and it's like it's probably better than those ones, but then again, it's like I watched that like five years ago, I can't decide anymore, you know, I can't say. Remember, shoot the piano player. Fuck, who could forget shoot the piano player? <laughs> a triumph of a film. Yep. <laughs> a triumph. Remember. Do you remember my meteor? Where does this rank between <laughs> this and Carl, oh. Theor- Carl Theodore Dreyer's My Meteor? I feel like uh, that and that uh, Robeson documentary from last week are like on the same tier. Same tier? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yep. Yeah, you're probably right. 
So you want to hear about Borderline? I'd rather hear about Borat. Can you tell me about Borat, Jared? Over the borderline. Starring Paul Robeson, one of the first black movie actor-singers to achieve mainstream popularity in a rare silent role. (laughs) Rare. Rare. Okay. This experimental drama was thought lost until the 1990s when it was rediscovered by the British Film Institute. Fucking British. British. The Switzerland set melodrama takes place in a resort and chronicles the reaction of patrons when an interracial couple shows up for a stay. Some critics claim that careful, sensitive viewers may be able to pick out gay subtext running throughout the story. Was that a part of this film? Uh, Yep. Did I miss that? Uh, Yep. You did. You blew it. Okay. All I remember is the knife fight. So we'll talk about that in like 20 minutes. Just tell me more about Border Radio. Borderline, RJ. I'm not confused with Border oh, Radio. The skate shop in Creepsville? Yep. Yeah, go support Borderline. Sure. It's a great store. They give back to the kids, Jared. The kids? They make skate parks for the kids. Yeah. So uh, go check it out. Great institution. Well, first of all, can you what can you tell me about avant-garde experimental filmmaking techniques? Oh, what do you want to know, man? Because I, I can tell you everything. I have seen at least two Cassavetes films. Whoa. All right. At least two. Uh, so avant-garde is this thing that started. It was actually a topping for a taco, and someone misinterpreted it but didn't want to sound like an idiot, so they threw it into a movie. And then it's, uh, I mean, 100 years later, here we are, Ethan Hawke's in a Paul Schrader movie. You know what I mean? It's just the way it goes. Some people think that's avant-garde, right? Um, so the the plot, RJ. Yeah. The plot. The film revolves around an interracial love triangle and its oh, effects wow. on the local townsfolk. Oh wow! The story is based in a guest house occupied by a set of liberal, hedonistic young people sympathetic to the emerging a black American culture, in what would have been completely frowned upon at the time. The manageress has let out a room to a black couple, Pete Moran and his wife, Ada. Ada has an affair with Thorne, a white man, much to the dismay of the prejudiced townsfolk and Thorne's wife, Astrid. Pete attempts a reconciliation with Ada, but she eventually decides to leave him in the town. Astrid confronts Thorne on the affair and attacks him with a knife. In the scuffle, Astrid is killed. The film concludes with the aftermath of Thorne's trial for murder and the townsfolk's resolution of the issue. As incredible as what I um, That's a great uh, description. So, that this, film. This, this list of cast Paul Robeson as Pete Morand in brackets, an African American. Uh, like, what does that mean? That like he wasn't or that he didn't he, exist? He, just to make sure you're aware. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I I was pretty sure I understood that, but all right, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. So tell me more about this this guy, Jarrett. About uh, who the director? No. Um, I don't know. Tell me more about any of this. Tell you more about any of this. <laughs> so 
yeah, when I was when I started watching this, I'd seen somebody mention on Letterbox something about editing, and I'm like, oh boy, here we go, here we go. But then the movie kicks kicks off, and I'm like, oh, this movie does have like quickly paced editing. And then, of course, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there's the whole entry on the Wikipedia page about cinematic techniques. What kind? Because uh, apparently he met uh, Sergei Eisenstein a year earlier, this uh, Kenneth McPherson fella. Eisenstein? And, and he was like, I've got to, I must do Kino. <laughs> Holy shit. Not Eisenstein. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to dress it up. I'm going I'm mm. to use some of that montage I've been hearing so much about. Oh shit. Sergey and uh to 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 really excite up this film which is um I don't even know what you call this in terms of is this by the numbers for 1930 this movie was shot in Switzerland so it is a a real independent film RJ that is uh, that is uh at 63 minutes Whew. Jared what do you know about um experimental filmmaking well, I know that it's uh, sometimes falls under this uh, umbrella of art, art house. Uh, art what? Art, art with a big A. Art house. Uh, cinema. What? Art, oh, okay. art, art house film. There's no other word you would use for that. No, not at all. Okay. Okay. So yeah. this is very much about uh, elevating. I, I would say, like what I found to be pretty. I don't know, stock kind of paperback stuff, which, I mean, it's hard to say how 1930s um, audiences would have taken to, but like, who's going to go see this movie? Where are they going to see it? I'm not sure if this is going to be released into theaters. Uh, I mean, they got Paul Robeson, people liked him, and mm-hmm. uh, how are they going to... I prefer to... Paul Risen. Paul Risen? Paul, Paul Riser. Riser, there you, there you go. Paul, Paul Riser. Typical. Yeah. What's your yeah. favorite? What do you prefer, couplehood or parenthood? Matt, I'm mad about you. Okay. Mad about not, you. Not aliens. Mm. 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 You know who's in aliens? Uh. <laughs> you know who else is in that film? I should say. I know who. Who RJ? Uh, an actor. Say his name. Can't. You gotta let the dead rest. We gotta let him rest. Because if we say his name, he will stir. And guess what? He might get you. He might get you. What were you talking about? Uh, cinema. Oh, what is that? I don't know. I don't know anymore. I question everything. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. This movie takes a lot, a lot of time getting going to where it's going to go. Sure it does. Sure it does. Sure it does. And, and it's also kind of like hard to tell who people are. It's not. It doesn't feel very clear. Are you saying that the narrative could ha, could have had a little bit like clearer direction Possib- in like the presentation of characters? Possibly, but I don't even know if it's about the the editing, which I just found like it just brings so much attention to itself. Uh, and I think there's like these mm-hmm. lingering camera shots of uh, at various points, like you know Paul Robeson's hands and the the way his mm-hmm. his pants uh, hang off his body. What do you mean by that? Like his trousers? Erotically charged. That's right. Trousers. What do you what do you keep in your trousers? Uh I don't know. I got some keys. Minifigs? I know minifigs. That's a horrible way to store your minifigs. Is it? Terrible. 
But you, what if you, you need one well, on the go? You know what you need, RJ, for your magnet for your minifigs is magnets. Uh, but where did the magnets go? On the bottom of the bases. But and how do you how do you travel with those? You, you use uh you one one could use like a sheet of metal, one could use a, a like a, in your a, pocket. A, no, you carry it. But oh. or or you really uh go wild and splurge uh and get yourself a magna rack. And what's that like? I don't know. It's like a it's like a very expensive piece of luggage for your minifigs. Oh, you don't have one? I do. Oh, okay. Oh, I I one hundred percent do. Is it cool? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Keeps keeps the figs nice and safe. They're all all cool people have them, RJ. Really, I don't have one. I don't know. What does it say about you? What are you going to put? You're just, what you want to put one bane in there? Uh, keep, keep him safe. Like what? I, what I built in a stand in my wall. That's where Bane lives. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. It's built into the wall. What are the what are Jared. the what are the rules for Bane in uh, Age of Sigmar? Rules for Bane? Yeah. Bane are... has Bane has no rules. Oh, Bane gets... knows. How many points? No how, how many rules. points is he? Bane. Yeah. At least like six. Okay, so six points. That's pretty good. But he's got no rules, so maybe that's kind of a ripoff. Well, I mean, it depends on how you look at it, man. No. Do you want to be on the inside of history, or do you want to be one of the guys who doesn't like borderline? What do you think about psychoanalytical approaches to cinema, RJ? Like, like, I know about... like our good friend G.W. Paps, the director of uh, Pandora's Box. Well, I mean, for me, it's all about symbiopsychotaxoplasm. Oh, absolutely, and tits, obviously, and uh, and brackage. Brackage. Yeah, that's what it's all about. But uh, I mean, what are you about? Uh, well, I'm about unconventional post-production editing myself. Really? Yeah. Post-production, hey? Yeah. You know, I heard a lot of people uh, got mad at like uh, <laughs> George Lucas for the post-production. Hey. Where do you think? Where would you say Kenneth McPherson's brilliance lies in this film? Right in, right up front. Would you say it's his ability to photograph small movements as nuanced, meaning-producing gestures? I mean, I would say that like his nuance, if you see it, it's it's in the it's it's in the it's in the fine print. It always is in the fine print. It's in the fine print. That's how nuanced it is. Yeah, it's in it's in the fine print. <laughs> it's, it's in the fine print. Uh, okay. How about this? How about this one? This is a source from uh from all voices uh, website dot com. Judged on its own merits, Borderline mm-hmm. is a groundbreaking work. Dealing as it, it does with issues of race and sexuality at a time when such subject matter was still largely taboo and had only been previously tackled cinematically through oblique inference. In inference. Yes. Inference. 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 What are they inferring to us? I don't know. You tell, maybe it's like a night. Maybe it's like a Nightmare on Elm Street two kind of thing. Uh, is it? Does anyone get pulled through the gay mirror? <laughs> That's what Elm Street two is about, right? Gay mirrors, and they go cha cha, <laughs> and they get you, and they get you. 
Well, that's what the guy who is the star of that movie says all the time. Yes. Yeah. There's a whole documentary about it. Yeah, there is. There is. On the you know about the male gaze? This is the gay mirror. It's very, very similar, but like less threatening. The mirror gaze. The mirror gaze. There you go. Yeah, this so I, 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 I had as much fun with Borderline as I did with Body and Soul. Um, it is shorter. Yeah, there's something there's something to be said about that. Sure. There's those like shots where it feels like it's like was this shot outside or is this shot in front of like a photograph of a cloud? Uh, I mean that'd be like pretty in, cool in a portrait was, in, a, in a portrait studio because it is very like I don't know it is like. I don't know, it feels like Andy Milligan movies, which I know uh, you haven't got to experience, and I haven't really mm-hmm. watched a lot of. But this this has that uh, excitement of uh, people just making movies with limited means, and but this and this is the story they're going to tell. This is the one, and this is uh, this is some auteur stuff right here. Because Kenneth McPherson wrote and directed this. Uh, can you can you describe and what auteur shot, means? Shot, shot it himself. Can you describe what that means to me? Because I'm a, I'm kind of unfamiliar with that term. Pure McPherson. Oh, okay, okay. I know pure Duncan. Yeah. Robert Duncan McNeil. Oh damn. Yeah, I know about that guy. Do you? Nope. Ah shit. Okay. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Um, we we're talking about auteur. Tell me about um the stabbing scene, Jarrett. <laughs> what do you want to know? What did you think of that? Um, what did you think of that stabbing scene? What, <laughs> what do you mean? Remember how that played out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And then, uh, oh. It was like hand waving a knife and then man yeah. reacting. Oh, and yeah. And then hand waving a knife and then man reacting. That, that's how it, and then hand waving a knife that, that's, and then man that, reacting. That, that, that's how it happened. That's that's silent film style, for minutes, minutes upon on end. minutes. It's intensity. It's, 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 it's about the intensity. Oh my god! It's just <laughs> what, what, what were you doing? Describe what you were doing during that scene. I was writing I, I, my resignation. I, 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 I might have had. A, I, it's possible I had another browser open at that point. I might have been, you know, <laughs> starting my taxes. You know. Yeah. yeah. No, I I was. <laughs> I was definitely writing my resignation. I said, it's been a nice long time. Sadly, we have to end. And it is entirely because of this knife fight scene. <laughs> that's, said, that's, the, that's the tap out, huh? Said, I'm it's, it's, not, it's, it's not the poo chomping. It's not all the egregious animal abuse, the the wanton rapes. It's the it's it's hokey knife fights. I'm just saying. I didn't because I'm clearly here, but it was close. Yeah, was... this this one this uh, week the two double header silent film feature like feature length because well, at least only one of these was like an hour long. But man, mm-hmm. man, I uh, it, it, was, it was actually no, it was like seventy one minutes long. However long it was, it felt longer than <laughs> yeah. it is. What that's the only way what, you can describe. What it. the conversation we're having here? I know, and it's I mean, I know, I know all these like weird old cinema dudes are gonna be like, oh, you don't understand. It's like, yeah, oh, no, we do, we do, we, we do. do, we do understand. We've watched a lot of 
shit. <laughs> uh, what have you? Yeah. Borderline to me was like, um, within the first five minutes, I went, oh, <laughs> no. Oh, no, no. I was like, oh, because like I honestly, I like body and soul, I wasn't big into, but I was like, all right, whatever. And then like, yeah, like five minutes into borderline, I was like, this is just not how I want to spend my day. And uh, it, it really ruined my day for me. Um, it feels incredibly long. It is so like, and it's like I said, I know silent era is like, whatever, I don't give a shit. It's it's so over the top, like the way these people are acting. I was like, I don't fucking care. And I, I don't care about the story. I don't care about knife lady. Paul Robeson's always walking around and it's just like close ups of him smiling. Yeah. Like, like, ah, and I was like, I was like, why are they focusing on this? <laughs> look at so, the, look, so look much. at that smile. Look at this. Look at this man that you can't hear. Yeah. And it's like, I, I know he's like and a like a handsome man, but like it was just like so focused on him, like 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 teeth like bared, like growling, you know, like a bear, mm-hmm. like a bear or something, kind of, you know, you know what I mean? He's kind of like a bear, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at the movies ahead. I was curious what the runtimes are. Oh. And San- what did San- you find? Sanders of the River is 88 minutes. Jericho is 77 minutes. So at least they're not uh, four hours long between the two. And there's no more silent films, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that's... Actually, they all... That's better. I mean, they're all short. Actually, every, all these movies are shorter than uh, Body and Soul. Yeah, but put those two run times together because that's the real count of the week. So what, 150 minutes? Uh, well, let's see here. Next week? Hour and a half plus 77. So, yeah. Yeah, it's like just under three. For two yeah. more weeks. It's like you could, you, you could either watch Sanders, uh, what is it? Sanders of the River and Jericho, or you could watch Goodfellas or Casino. Or you could play... Luigi's Mansion 3 yeah, for that time. And you could almost get halfway or, or something like that. Huh? There's a lot of things you could do at that time, Jared. You could sit on the floor and shit your pants. I could do that at work. You could do that at work. Yeah. I think we need more, more reviews like that. You could either spend 110 minutes watching this or shitting your pants on the floor. What would you rather do? Because what, what are people going to say? Nothing. <laughs> That's a gotcha. That's an IGN style of uh, yeah. uh, review mm-hmm. formatting. You know what I mean? That's right. Yeah. So anyways, when's the last time you sat on the floor and shit your, <laughs> shit your pants? Not, not, for, not for a long time, RJ. It's been a while. Overdue, though. Well, I mean, it, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. Every single person who has been alive has shit their pants. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we'll do so again. You you come into the world shit in your pants, and you leave this world shit in your pants. So it's nothing to be embarrassed about. Ah, yeah, it's true. I mean, even if you're a young man and you die, you know what happens when you die? Shit. Yeah, but you're dead. Yeah, you're dead, but your your pants still fill up right full of shit. Mm-hmm. 
So we got that going for us. But, but what about the memories along the way? It's about the shits you made along the way. And if any of those were in pants. <laughs> my sh- shit pants memories. I like to put those yeah. ones out of my mind. No, you gotta you gotta embrace that. There's nothing wrong with shit in your pants, dude. Like you <laughs> have you ever seen a silent film from the nineteen thirties that was also artistic and some would say truly special. Yeah. Truly special. It's called Border Radio. It's a silent film. It's a it's about alcoholism. Yeah. And gay stuff. What's its psychoanalytic approach? Have you ever seen Symbiopsychotaxoplasm? I have. Okay. I've seen have it you, twice. Have you ever seen Nightmare 2? <laughs> uh, you mean, uh, we'll call it Freddy 2, please? Yeah, Freddy 2. Have you ever seen Freddy 2? Yep. Okay, now last question, and this is the serious one. Do you know about Gooigi? <laughs> I do now, tonight. Okay, okay, you're ready. Okay. You're ready. Okay. So, you want to hear from people who hate body and soul? I mean, I guess I like it's like I was saying, I don't really like this, but like, no, I don't care enough to hate it. I no. don't know how anyone could. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that it's, letter, is, it's, but... it's letterboxed for a reason. Yes. So yeah. first we've got uh, Hot Shot. Written oh, I see him. Elite. I understand this was the very, very first all black cast of any movie. I don't know if that's true. But they used a it's all a dream twist. I'm not kidding. You want to hear about Hot Shots bio? Uh, sure. 21. Learning art, history, and film studies in college. And have an international background. And want to give films a fair shot. And give constructive criticism that is my goal why do they have to state that they have an international background what does that mean you've moved a couple of times who fucking cares <laughs> favorite films include leon that's kind of upsetting uh the red violin fisher king everything everywhere all at once oh man isn't leon problematic now <sighs> i don't know i've never seen leon I just I I've heard that people are like some people yeah some, some neon people, some people say that yeah anyways not me yeah there's a few people I who... got an international background <laughs> okay I got one here for you though RJ how about uh, Mia Ellis one and a half stars Mia... okay I got this it. film has a amazing historic value but the story sucked <laughs> ass <laughs> smoked them hey this person's favorite films also include everything everywhere all at once nope. Uh, but they also have Boy, the uh, Taiki Watiti, Spirited Away, and My Own Private Idaho, Ooh. which is a interesting pick. Yeah. Interesting picture. So they got that going for him. Uh, Troy Peterson mentions one of those movies you almost regret rating so low after reading about how the censors mangled it so badly. Admittedly, I don't know if it being any longer would have helped, but the imposed all a dream ending definitely doesn't. Okay, uh, I didn't read this bio yet, but I just saw the first line and I stopped. And I said, I'm going to read this live to Jay Bones. Okay. Do you see what this person's uh, picture is? This Troy Peterson? I, I see a G. On a, a hat? Yeah. Green hat? Yeah. Okay, so here's their bio. I wear a Green Bay Packer hat. <laughs> Whoa. 
and I like movies. And I make movies. Wow. But movies don't define me because I like politics. Oh. <laughs> and history. Oh, no. And stuff. But films are still pretty important. Gaze upon my lists, ye mighty and despair. Just incredible stuff in the bios this week. Ooh, man, we've we found them. Uh, this person has two Peter Pan films okay. in their favorite films. Uh, and then the Alamo, somehow, in Citizen Kane. So, so that's good. That's good. So, you know, if you want to check out the films of uh, Troy Peterson, they... Uh, their filmmaker TMP Productions. I'm sta- I'm guessing that stands for Troy Michael Peterson. Mm. I'm guessing. Probably. I'd love to see one of these guys' films. Hey, uh, TP, um, if you're listening, send me your film. I'll watch it. New Patreon goal. If you're an independent filmmaker, send us your films. I'll check it out. As long as it's loggable and letterboxed. Yeah, as long as, as long as it's worth points. Yeah, and as long as you're not willing to incel me if I don't like your film. Well, no guarantee. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know, I know. It's a risk, but it's calculated. It's calculated. What else we got? Oh, I don't know. That's good for that one. Let's go over yeah. to Borderline. Oh, dear. Why, it's uh, Creepsville's own Ruben Barbosa. Uh-oh. One and a half stars. Yeah. Well, I think it's cool that Paul Robeson had no issue working on a film with an openly LGBT cast and a director that was, according to Wikipedia, quote, distinctly bisexual. The movie itself Mm. did nothing at all for me. I could see this working better as a 30-minute short, but at 70 minutes, it just feels tedious and self-indulgent. A storyline focusing Mm -hmm. on an interracial love triangle in the late 20s, early 30s should be tense and engaging. However, most of the time, I was either bored or confused as to what was going on. I will give it this credit, though. Compared to Body and Soul, it was less of a slog. Eh, I don't know. That's about 50-50. Yeah. I mean, as I've said many times, if you're comparing one piece of shit and another piece of shit, one might be better than the other, but at the end of the day, it's all shit. You know what I mean, Jer? Ruben Barbosa has a single rating, and it is for this film. Oh. Their bio... I wear a Green Bay Packer hat, <laughs> and I'm a movie maker. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Ruben, no, Ruben, Ruben likes good films. Ruben revealed. No, they got they got good stuff in here. So, no, nothing suspicious. Nothing suspicious. Good stuff. Good stuff. What were we talking about? Um, well, he's just another little tidbit. Uh, Ruben mentions. Also, uh, here's another tidbit I found on Wikipedia. Eslanda, Paul's wife, played Ada yeah. in Borderline. Eslanda wrote in her diary of the experience, quote, Kenneth, the director and HD and actress, used to make us so shriek with laughter with their naive ideas of Negroes that Paul and I often completely ruined our makeup with tears of laughter. Oh, was this the one? This one has, like, white face and black face, doesn't it? Am I crazy? Uh, I don't... I felt like it, like, or like the actors were wearing makeup that that just didn't look natural. Yeah, is what is what I got because like I don't know if it was supposed to be like, uh, 
like black actors with even blacker faces like painted like painted or like they were there were some actors that had like lightened faces like i found it was really weird i was like are they doing like a black face and a white face in this with like different people i don't people didn't look natural i think it was bad makeup i think that's what it was like i was just but like what is going on with be, people's I complexions something yeah yeah maybe just bad makeup maybe it's bad makeup um yeah. we from Billy Paramore, besides the blatant racism, I didn't get anything else that went on. Maybe could have used some more vocab cards to let me know what's happening, such as why these white people are acting so crazy. They didn't mind using a vocab card to call black people the (laughs) N-word. I mean, that is right in the credits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hey, want to guess what one of this person's favorite movies is? Everything. Everywhere. Uh-huh. Uh, at once. They also wear a Green Bay Packer hat. Wow. And they make movies. They're, they're, they're pretty popular, the Green Bay fans. They, yeah. They love them. A lot of support for the team. Yeah. This how, person also, how are they doing this year? Oh, they suck. The Packers are such <laughs> shit. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is such a fucking loser. <laughs> like just in general like he he lied about being vaccinated for like two years he like he came back he looks just like he looks like a drywaller who's like been working for like four days and like hasn't slept or showered and he's just he's just absolute shit now i i hate aaron Rodgers. he's such a fucking loser (laughs) but yeah the packers have just tanked their season they're fucking done they're probably gonna get rid of them as uh, vivid as your as your image that you've painted is, I feel I feel it's very unfair to drywallers. They work hard. No, RJ. no, no. <laughs> I know they do, but I, what, I, what I mean, it's a drywaller who's been on the job for three or four days. Who, who is look, what, is who, what who, I mean to say. Looks like a piece of shit millionaire football player. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So like drywallers, they do important work. It's good stuff. Everybody needs that. Trades are super important, but any trade that you've worked for. So long, and then you just just Google Aaron Rodgers, and you'll be like, oh, I see. You go, I see what you meant there. So, yeah, the Packers suck ass, dude. No. But fuck them, whatever. I don't care. I don't give a shit about Green Bay. Fuck them. Or does it live in your head rent-free, RJ? <laughs> I've never understood what that means. <laughs> I, I understand what it means. It's doesn't make it any worse like or any less no, worse i know but like and like i know what people are trying to say with that and i know what you're doing but like i know what people are trying <laughs> to say with that but it's like everything is fucking in your head like that it's like nothing <laughs> like what do you what do you mean what do you have to consciously like think about stuff it's like i don't want to forget this it's going to be here forever and it's just like no that's not shut up <laughs> hey shut internet up. hey shut up internet folk anyways so we got that going for us we did it I'm, I'm gonna, I'm well we stretched it out we did we stretched it out big like and two wide. and a half hours or something i don't know yeah about there it's decent enough yep it's decent enough my man it's all, it's all the it's all these animals deserve uh well i mean the rope heads out there they're they're not gonna like it but what are you gonna do? Well, you know what? Maybe, maybe in the next four movies, uh, things will turn around. Because last week was 
whatever. Emperor Jones was cool. He was fine. This was these were not so cool. And now we're gonna get into the those talkies again. Maybe they'll maybe they're short. Maybe there'll be some good maybe some goodins in there. Yeah, I'm really excited. Just think, uh, but soon enough in three weeks, RJ will be experiencing what we all know and love: Italian cinema. Oh hey, we have that at least to look forward to. I gotta. We're we're watching uh, that new season of White Lotus. I'll tell you about next week. Uh, it takes place in Italy. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> ah. So I, I I got some stuff to talk about next week. Cool. Cool. Aliens. Oh. Um, any final thoughts? <laughs> um, it's not that it's silent films because there are silent films we enjoy. It's that it's silent films that suck ass, as that one person put it. So <laughs> that's what it is, okay, you guys? No. That's my final. Yeah. Thought. Yeah. There okay. you go. After the break, RJ and I are going to have a knife fight. Oh. Yeah. This is audio, so people can't tell. Uh, Jarrett was doing knife wiggle, and I was going reacting, and Jarrett was doing knife wiggle, and I went reacting, and Jarrett was doing knife wiggle, and I went reacting. It's a whole thing. You had to be there. You you got to watch it. No, you don't. Silent film would it be? My day to day? Yeah. Passion and Joan Arc. Oh. <laughs> I guess we haven't gotten to the other the end yet. No, no. I that, get that, there that'll, every that, day. That'll come on the YouTube comments. It's kind of like the reverse Groundhog Day, where it's like I don't relive the same day over. I relive every next day over. Do you know what I mean? I'm alive. <laughs> Shouldn't be. So that's good. I got that going for me. Pretty highly of yourself, don't you? <laughs> Is that the impression you got from that? Uh-oh. Um, you can email us at criteriaincrease at gmail.com and sure. tell us about how you're a martyr. I didn't mean it like in that sense. I meant, like, have you ever seen the film Martyrs? <laughs> oh, no, I haven't. No? Okay, well, it's just, like, indie film. Like, it's not very well-known, but... Uh... Uh, like, do you know, like, what happens, um, 
when people like uh, make art. Yeah. Oh, okay. Bad that's things. how. That, that's how it is. I see. I see. Yep. Um, you can find us on YouTube, on iTunes, on Google Play. What about Discord? Oh, yes, on that's via Patreon. Where you know we're not like making extra content these days, but uh, we definitely, definitely will give you a link if you want to join us for this hot discourse on the Discord. It's the only place to find premium content about how you can donate to me for Christmas to buy me stuff. Yeah, you can learn about ham and banana hollandaise. Uh, apparently, that's on there. It's on there. On there. Sounds, yeah. sounds great. Yeah, are, are you gonna try it this Christmas? No. Why not? This sounds real gross. I mean, ham and holiday is fine, but banana? What's wrong with banana? Banana's good. It's great. Oh. Great potassium. I'll just eat my banana uh, by itself, you know, a la carte. This is probably not the first time you've uh, done that act. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, double goo. Letterbox, Jared Duncan Barnloaf. SoundCloud. Yeah. You know, you know it. Other you know, things. You know people. You know. Yeah. Give us that subscribe, man. And likes and stuff. Like smash it, that. It, subscribe it, smash button. it. It hits with the algorithm. Yeah. Hit the like. Uh, hit the like. Smash the subscribe. It makes a it makes a difference. You know. Uh, don't show, forget to comment and share. It doesn't 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 cost you anything. Tell us what you think of Freddy too. Hit it in the comments. Just smash. Subscribe. Smash it like the gay mirror that RJ was talking about. Oh, man. The gay mirror? Man, I've gone through that a few times. Man. Man. Next Hit week, it. RJ. Yeah. Uh, part three before. Oh, can't wait. Uh, Paul Robeson, Portraits of the Artist. Uh, yep. we, we've got um, Sanders of the River from 1935. That's. That's directed by one of your boys, Zoltan Korda. You, you know him in love. Zoltan? Yeah. Sounds Hungarian. You, we, you've said it before, RJ. Zoltan? Definitely Hungarian. Yeah. Definitely Hungarian. <laughs> and then, and Jericho. Break the walls down. Uh, directed by Thornton Freeland. From 1937, <laughs> totally real name. <laughs> totally like I'm from a, a real I'm write, person. I'm gonna write a letter to the newspapers. Thornton Freeland talking about sovereign citizenship. Just a hundred percent a real name. Freeland from a real guy. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Amazing. Incredible. Well, fuck it. That's it. We did it. It's over. No more. Good night. Until, until next time? Until next, I guess. I mean, we'll be back next week, of course. I mean, until we're hey, not. I, I never noticed. What kind of hat are you wearing right now? Oh, this, this little thing? <laughs> yeah, what is that? What is that? I, I call it hair. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a, I thought that was a Packer hat. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, that, that's My on bad. the wall. That's what's like the rest of the merch. Oh, framed up with all the other cheesehead merch up there on the Packer wall. That's right there, bud. Oh, shit. Oh, dang. Famous Packer players. No reason I'm looking this up. Yeah, Brett Favre. Yeah, I love Brett Favre. Brett, Brett no, Favre. See, I'm more of a Bart Starr fan. Who doesn't like Bart Starr? 
Come on now. Barstar, Aaron Rodgers, God, Brett Favara. Look at these fucking old men. Paul Horning. Hornung. Paul Horny, more like. Am I right? Jerry Kramer. Jerry Kramer. How you doing, Shula? Wow. I like Ray Nitschke. Holy shit. Who doesn't like Ray Nitschke? <laughs> this guy looks like he'd uh, beat the shit out of you in shop class. <laughs> He's the teacher. Well, yeah. That's what a good shop, a good shop teacher is going to take out a, 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 a guy or two. You know what I mean? The question is, can I, can I get a shot of him? I want to hear RJ's live reaction to this. You want it live? I want it live, pal. I mean, this guy could be a commentator for a certain news broadcaster. Hit, hit it live. Let's do it. There you go. Let's do it. All right. So, uh, whoa. <laughs> is that a DS9 character? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like before they put the makeup on. That looks like Shimmerman before he turns into Quark. <laughs> but jacked. Yeah, it's just the it's just the the honey the honey glaze up top. Oh God, you you haven't posted enough pictures in here. I'm still getting that dude puking. <laughs> Post more or something. Oh my God, here I'll I'll just put something in there. Don't want that puke guy anymore. Let's go to stickers. Let's go to gifts. Let's see what the number one gift today is trending. Here you go. Okay. There you go. Oh, happy Thanksgiving. Woo, American Thanksgiving. Oh, look wow. at the little turkey chasing after a pilgrim. He's a little turkey. Get that pilgrim. Mm, mm, mm. And then they died. And then they did. And then they died. Which is like too bad, man. Not too bad. All right, we better end this before it really goes sideways. All right, well, goodbye. <laughs>